Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to Big Thing Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Some might say Clive... <laughs> Clive Rothfield is a gaming icon? Is that a spoiler? Chris Wolfhard. I am the X-Slayer. And Dr. Agro. I'm officially announcing that my next game will be just like Fable. Tiron Gigaboots. I didn't realize we were breaking big news like that. Oh yeah, that's, this is this is a, a big thing exclusive. If uh, if I ever get around to learning how to or obtaining the means to produce or create a video game, <laughs> it's, uh -huh. it's going to be oh, comparable to Fable in some legally defensible <laughs> manner. Which Fable though? Fuck you. <laughs> Bob, how could you ask him a statement like that? We all know Agro has a track record of speaking sincerely with veracity and legally defensible points down the road. And I've totally played a Fable game. What's it, what is your favorite Fable man? Fableman? Yeah, your favorite Fableman. I think I read the first volume of that comic book once. Okay, that's a good issue. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Think 229, the one where I get to talk about how it's like to be inside of David Hayter's mind. But before we get to that, Bob and I need to talk about the tip of the peak of software that is all of the Switch's library. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob and I get to talk about Luigi's Mansion 3. <laughs> now, Dr. Agro, hmm. did you know... And I, I, I did this research myself. I, I found this out myself. Did you know that Luigi's Mansion 3 is, in fact, the best-selling horror game ever made? <laughs> I feel like I may have come across this information in the midst of a hard-hitting news section. That's crazy. On a completely legitimate podcast. <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> please don't make our tagline the completely legitimate podcast. That's... For one, at some point, we might talk about a boat, and then people get really confused as to which podcast they're listening to. Luigi's Mansion 3 is a game for the Switch, and it looks really nice, and it is really fun. And I wish Luigi's Mansion 2 didn't scare me away from buying that game at launch and playing it. Yeah, it, it's kind of insane how much more complete a game this is than one. And I never played two. You so. never played two. Next year, Bob will be able to compare it to two, right? But for now, he's just going to compare it to the Ghostbusters game <laughs> over and over. And I'm going to go, please stop doing that. Well, they made a Ghostbusters game. What else am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's completely out of his hands. I don't know. He's like, look, what am I going to do? Not talk about Ghostbusters nonstop deep into my 50s? Like, yeah, that is on the table, just so we're clear. That is the trajectory of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> look, they're gonna stop, they've stopped making high-budget comedy films. I have to just keep talking about the ones they made in the 80s and 90s because they won't ever make them again. Yeah, that is really what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean, Bob? They made a Men in Black and a Ghostbusters within the last 10 years. Oh, thank In fact, God. they made more than one Ghostbusters. That Ghostbusters wasn't even supposed to be a comedy. Yeah, that one's not even a comedy, seemingly. <laughs> oh, no, I'm at 2016. Oh, oh that one was <laughs> seven years ago. There's no way that I had a high decade. budget. 
<laughs> uh, yes, it did. It had a super fucking high budget. That's why that fucking little experiment ended fast. That's insane. Most of that movie is literally uh, improv. Yeah, it is just yeah, it's, standing it's, it's around a lot of stuff. $200 million. Dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the scenes in the city streets with That's... tons of ghosts just standing there being like, we're ghosts. And I'm like, you motherfuckers didn't write a place for them to go or a thing for them to do. So they just stood uh, in the street and went, holy shit, ghosts. <laughs> yep. My understanding is that movie almost had a chance at being profitable, but the director was like, we don't need those scenes. And then they went, oh, fuck, we need those scenes. We now have to go back and shoot more. And now the movie costs $40 million more yeah, than possible. Yeah, the, profit. yeah, the movie definitely felt like that watching it. It doesn't <laughs> feel like it fits with the rest of it it's a really bizarre creature but uh you know if i were a wise man like james roth i wouldn't have even watched the fucking thing in the first place so that way when people bring it up i can disassociate and <laughs> yeah just pretend i have no idea what's that's up a there real, that's a really strong reason to not engage with something it's like if i watch this like it or not i'll have to talk about it ever again and i don't want to do that so i'm just gonna pretend it's not real forever TikTok, it's never Toku o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> the new segment on Big Thick Dimension. <laughs> I I genuinely just don't even have words for how good Luigi's Mansion 3 was, but I'm going to go ahead and go. That's not optimal for podcast coverage. <laughs> right. So I'm just going to have to dissect some things about it real quick and dish out some info that will help you visualize it in your own brains. So Luigi's Mansion 3 takes place in a super mega hotel that's owned by the dead. And they literally lured his ass there to trap him as a trophy for King Boo. Like like a dead guy or or do all of the dead own it in commune? Uh, they don't own it in commune. It's rich, bitch. Mm. She dead. Uh, but she wants to capture Mario and Peach and the Toads, three of them, and Luigi... To be like, here you go, King Boo. Have this. Isn't this great? I'm so glad that we're bestest buds. You're the best. Because she's like a fangirl, basically, is the situation. Every every floor of the... Go ahead. uh, Aggro, imagine faulty towers, but all the residents were ghosts. Yeah. So every floor of this fucking hotel is a different theme entirely, which is crazy because you get to the point where it's like, how the fuck is this a floor on a hotel? It is a giant desert with a pyramid in the middle. (laughs) Are there beds? No. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Bob, do you remember seeing... I guess the first floor. I think the the, first first, floor you go to... The first two floors are like, this is just a hotel. I was going to say, like, that... then you go above then that and it becomes a theme park. Okay, yeah. yeah so th- this is a hotel resort. Yeah, it's like a Vegas. I was, thing. I was gonna say, like if every floor is themed, that's just like a love hotel thing. Kind of. But but kind they're, they're, of? Like, they but, so they cease to be hotel rooms at all. It is literally theme parks instead. Yeah, like this, right, this yeah. is an attraction with attached hotel. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it but it just it just looks like the Overlook Hotel. But then, in fact, inside it is a vast desert and all this stuff. It's it's really cool. There are a lot of really neat mechanics. Uh, you remember in God of War 2018 when uh, Kratos walks through the snow? It leaves a really cool path where his feet went and all this cool breaking. So they did that with the desert in Luigi's Mansion 3 on the Switch. And I'm like, these people are fucking wizards. <laughs> and you can also vacuum up the sand and blow oh, it back or blow shit. it around. Yeah, you make kills. piles of the stuff to reach areas inside. 
I, like at some point it's going to come out that Nintendo's like, oh yeah, we invented this chip that just solved physics in video games and we put it in the Switch. Did in, nobody else do that? We in, thought that was normal. In our <laughs> infinite cruelty, we told no third-party devs. <laughs> right. I just every like I keep flashing back to uh, Journey when that was coming out. They yeah. had uh, yeah like some guys from Naughty Dog come over and like tour the studio. It was a big press event. Like, look, our devs are meeting and I'm being friends. And they're like, oh, man, we really love like what you've done with sand physics. Or how did you do that? And they're like, oh, we dedicated an entire SKU just to the sand. SPU. Uh, yeah. At SPU. Don't worry about and it. The, and uh, the, <laughs> the guys from Naughty Dog were like, oh, we can't do that in our case. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that is not practical. <laughs> right. Fucking Uncharted 3. <laughs> it also does this thing where it locks the camera down and then it's just able to make it look gorgeous from that one angle. Yeah, oh, it's, really? It's, 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 it's a fixed camera angle? Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, that really keeps paying off for us it week does. after week. That statement we made of maybe you should lock the camera angle down and yeah. make something extraordinarily gorgeous. Yeah, it looks yeah, so man, good. It's, it's, uh, man, I mean, you know, Luigi's Mansion looks so great, you wouldn't think that uh, 250 people made it. Yeah, you wouldn't think. Oh, God. Yeah. So about how everyone, everyone, everyone is fucked the moment the Switch 2 comes out and they we see what a Nintendo screwed. game looks like. They it's, like how how the, every one of Nintendo's games is one of the most profitable games other, ever made. Everybody, meanwhile, everybody else is like coughing and hacking if they only sell <laughs> eight million copies. We're going to see a Xenoblade and all of us are just going to have to sit. <laughs> you get that right like oh oh let me holy shit my, my greatest hope is that nintendo somehow so, like somehow solves loading yeah mm-hmm. so everybody's like we're targeting the switch too. fuck this next gen visual shit that costs a lot of money for you can get a higher frame rate and resolution on those bigger boxes <laughs> But we're targeting this switch too. And that'll be great for me because while, you know, some of the, like, I like to think of myself as a very digital foundry core person, but there's the extreme other end of that fan base where it's like, why isn't this ray traced? I want to feel the next gen. Meanwhile, I'll just feel like a Chad God King as the PS5 version of every game is just 4K and runs well. Like, this is. This sounds like the mechanics of the industry actually fulfilling the prophecy from 7th Gen, where we started right. going, you can stop. Like, we, we hit promise. It. Like, we, it doesn't need to be prettier. No, like, you look at Upgrade's <laughs> Final Fantasy 13, it looks better than 15. Yeah. 16 yeah. or 15? 16. Okay. 15. I mean, yes. Yes. <laughs> 13's God. gorgeous. Especially in 4K. If you've seen 13 in 4K, you know. Fucking nuts. What a, what a gorgeous video game. I told Bob I was really sad that we slept on the opportunity to stream Final Fantasy 13 13 years after launch. We, if we could go back in time only four months, we could do it. I mean, I think that it's covered under the clause. It's just, it's, we're still in the 13th year. It's fine. So you're saying we have nine more months? Yes. Did I do that right? Probably not. Let me know in the comments. <laughs> Can you math? Look, it's it's the thirteenth month of the thirteenth year. Oh my god, that just you that remind me of that thing you found out about that podcast in editing. We're not gonna oh, say yeah, what you yeah, found out. That. They don't even Jesus. know. That's the funniest shit in the world. I it's love that. Up. And this shit's so out ahead, they won't even know. <laughs> or will you? Sound off in the comments in the future. Anyway. 
yeah, no, Luigi's Mansion two ha or three has a lot of really neat mechanics, a lot of good level designs, a lot of really great characters. Uh, it's so good. I if I wish so much that two hadn't scared me away from it. If only they didn't make a Luigi's Mansion two. <sighs> Because three so good. I mean, I that guess that, they, that was the first one they made, like the, that team. Yeah, so I guess I they need the stepping block. And, I mean, sure, but, but that yeah. they kind of salted the fucking earth for people who played it and decided it was decidedly not good enough to <laughs> buy the next one at 60. Luckily, it was on the 3DS, so that wasn't that many people. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't a ton, but it was still a lot. Like Chris, I think, brought up it was 8 million or something. Oh, yeah, insane. that sell insanely was, well for a 3DS I, game. Yeah, it was up there. People love Luigi's it's Mansion. It's in the top 20, I think. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah, You don't you, think of no, a Luigi's sorry, Mansion game. No, I'm sorry, it's number 12. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, uh, and like, we're still going to make Luigi's Mansion games. The, a bad two didn't murder the whole franchise. Right. Unlike Resistance. <laughs> One second, I have a button for this. Uh... Okay. That, that just reminds me of that video Sakurai put up this week about Kid Icarus <laughs> Uprising, where he's like, yeah, it'd be cool if we, I could play this on big screen, but, you know, they don't I, want I me sure to remake it. I sure hope that happens. <laughs> I sure hope that happens. Uh, I really liked the part this week where he's like, we couldn't integrate the Circle Pad Pro because it takes 5% of the CPU and the entire internet went, what? And I'm like... <laughs> Motherfuckers, he said this 10 years ago. <laughs> Turns oh, out, did he? Yeah. Did no, that. That, is, that was public knowledge long before that YouTube video was made. Here's why, because a lot of people might be really confused by that. The CirclePad Pro doesn't plug into anything. It is just an IR port that covers the IR receiver. Uh -huh. So the 5% oh. of CPU is a Nintendo library for reading that at a polling rate Holy of a proper shit. button and shit. Now, if only uh -huh. when the new 3DS came out, they uh -huh. were able to do a patch that optimized for Why that. Why would you patch a video game? I don't Hyphen. know. Signed, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I knew that I knew that Smash on 3DS, like shut down the 3ds os and booted a more lightweight version of the 3ds os because it needed that extra juice but i did not know the thing about the circle pad pro yeah the circle pad pro is a nightmare and i will continue to be mad at the design of the 3ds apparently forever <laughs> <laughs> i thought this would end at some point but it didn't yeah not counting the 3ds the not counting i mean not counting the virtua boy the yeah. 3DS just seems like, on a tech level, just objectively Nintendo's worst thing. Yes. Like, all their worst <laughs> ideas compacted. In, well, I forgot also the Wii U, but they were of the same era. Like, the same mindset led to both. Yeah, I was going to say, I was just considering, like, portables, and I'm like, yeah, the, the only way you can make the argument that it isn't is if you're the fucking Grinch, and you're like, why is this, why is this Game Boy Micro so micro? And I'm like... Because that's the point, asshole. <laughs> the point is I can fit a Game Boy in the fold in my beanie. And that's, that's life-changing. Mm -hmm. That it shouldn't be somewhere you can fit a portable. Bob, did you have anything else you wanted to say about Luigi's Mansion 3 other than it's good? It's really good. It's so good. It has memorable music. It has great visuals. It has a lot of variety in level design and puzzles. I think that's it. The pirate ship was really cool. Oh, it was so cool. 
that that a shark ghost takes over a pirate ship and it becomes a boss. It's like this is so good. How did you come up with this? That's so awesome. Yeah, no, every floor has a really delightful new thing. There's a floor that's a movie set and the director isn't evil. He's not malicious or anything. And you just have to solve the puzzles that is this entire movie set. It doesn't direct you heavily. It's just four different sets. And you have to piece together what you do from that. There's no direction. There's no hand-holding. It's pretty cool. So I solved the whole thing. The boss battle is like a kaiju thing that he's filming you do with a different ghost. And when it ends, he's like, cool, I'm going to edit this movie. And you could just leave. I murdered his ass, though. He's a fucking ghost. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's a fucking I, ghost. I love the movie. The movie ghost. Just, just something about how he looks. Yeah, he's so, he's so spectacular. They fucking nailed it. They really did. Next level is really on the next level. Also, the two-player mechanics were really good. Like you yeah. didn't have to use them, but they really smoothly integrated when we did. Because mm -hmm. you can make Gooigi at any point, and Hell player two yeah. is just Gooigi. Yeah. And a lot of puzzles are just switching between you and him, so you can just both work together and yes. finish the puzzle a little faster. The moment I found out how Guigi worked, like in a single player capacity, I was like, "Oh my god, they—they're so fucking smart. They took the core game that was already there and found a way to build new puzzles out of it without radically changing the gameplay." Because you know how many people fuck that up? They're like, "We need a sequel. We need a new thing." Mario has a jetpack nozzle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They took the, the skill set <coughs> Luigi already had and just found a way to make that into more puzzles by it being two people you manipulate. That's so good. They're so smart. What does a good Mario, fucking game. Does Mario still have fucking Flood in Smash? Did they finally yes. get rid of that? No. That's embarrassing. He's... They should really get rid of that. Look... Everyone but me loves Flood is something people keep saying to me. That feels like I don't think wrong. that's fucking true. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think that's actually right. I think it's just a few people, really loud people. Especially now that Cappy exists. Who doesn't like Cappy more than Flood? Uh, do, you like do you like Cappy more or less than Flood? Sound off in the comment section below. <laughs> Write your senator. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's it. I I really strong recommendation for Luigi's Mansion Three. That was a stellar video game. That would have made my game of the year list. Yeah, easily. Peach and Mario really jobbed during it. It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You made <laughs> Luigi the main character, so you need to make them fold like foldable chairs. <laughs> right. <and> just... <laughs> At some point, it's like, why are you even here? <laughs> It feels, uh, it feels wrong. You, you say that, but there is one moment that really plays to Mario sure as fucking Mario. Uh-huh. Where you finally rescue Mario and you're on your way to save Peach and stuff. And you go outside the hotel and you can see the top of this building. And Mario's like, it's right here. Let's go. Wahoo. And he just goes, bing, 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 bing. It does like Mario 64 wall jumps the whole way up. And Luigi's just like... Got a whole ass vacuum cleaner strapped <laughs> right? to me, man. Yeah, Bob, the entire playthrough is like, that thing must be like 200 pounds. <laughs> My backpack yeah, doesn't fly, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, he can't jump while wearing it. He has to do like a weird burst to get off the ground. So that thing must just be like 300 pounds. Yeah, yeah, no, it must be unfucking reasonable. But that was, that was a really good moment. That, that game is full of really good moments. What a good fucking game. Yeah. Bob, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Okay. Not really. Yeah, it's a great game. Everyone should play it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to talk to you about our Lord and Savior.
VR games. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I've been playing VR games again. Oh. Because I beat Final Fantasy 16 by sitting down to play it for 16 hours straight. That would do it. Yeah, it, it solves that problem. <laughs> I have not beaten this game. Problem solved, I have beaten this game. Uh, but I played Synapse. For people who don't remember, during uh, a state of play much earlier in the year, they were like, Synapse, it has VR beach, black and white, and then nothing. Then we get to the summer of gaming, and they're like, David Hayter's the voice. You are invading his mind. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll buy that. Yes, that's mm -hmm, perfect. Great. Uh, Synapse is a game where your left hand uses telekinetic powers, and your right hand holds various guns. It is a roguelike shooter where you invade David Hayter's mind to get secrets that he has taken from the military back from his mind. Holy shit. It is pretty good. Uh, the game is relatively short. Uh, and the level layouts change per difficulty, but do not change radically per run. It is largely the same, only mildly reoriented per run. But this game has a lot of different abilities. Like, you'll start, and there are just cubes around the weird monochromatic beach that is David Hayter's mind. And you can just crush enemies with that like it's a hammer in Star Wars. Nice. Uh... You get skill trees to unlock different abilities for either your weapon stuff, health, or telekinesis. And you will get to the point where it's like, okay, you can grab a grenade they're throwing at you in midair, bring it to them, and crush it to make it explode. And you feel the point where it pops on the trigger. Mm -hmm. uh, you level up even further from there, and it's like you can now grab enemies. So you can just go fucking throw them into the ocean and not even shoot them or deal with any of that. You can slam them into the ground, and if the force is hard enough, that will kill them. You can beat the other guy to death with the guy you picked up. That's it. Game of the year. Um, it is delightful. It is really interesting. Uh, the way you get those, skill, uh, those skills on the skill trees is that you, skills and upgrades, I guess, generalizing, uh, accomplish different things, sort of like achievements or challenges, where it's like, okay, kill a certain amount of enemies this way, make it this far, ah, kill this many total, nice. do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they'll, the, that'll give you a different amount of points depending on the depth of that or the difficulty of it, and there are just tons. It, this is not a game where it's like, you need to 100% this to 100% the skill tree. Like, you can do most of it, almost all of it, and just clear that and then some. Um, really cool game. Per level, there are... Uh, let me make sure I say this correctly. Yes, there are three different sort of artifacts you will find. A fountain that heals you, which is full of the Grimace Shake, for some reason. <laughs> Interesting timing video game. <laughs> uh, another one where you spend what is a uh, currency that is a mid-run currency called Defiance, where you get Defiance by murdering enemies and then running over their corpse before it withers away. Nice. And it looks like beautiful purple paper cranes that have been left <laughs> on the bodies. Um, and you can buy different sort of in-run upgrades. You know, it's a roguelike. So it'll be something like... Uh, for the Defiance currency statues, shops, basically, you get the same two at the bottom, which are re get 25 health, refill your ammo, or the third thing, which will be a randomly rolled third thing. Uh, 
these can get pretty interesting because unlike Pistol Whip, the default for this video game, and in fact, technically the only way it works, is there is no aim assist. You better know how to aim a gun. Fun fact, despite all the time in Pistol Whip, no, I am terrible at aiming a gun. <laughs> I am fucking awful. Do they have like a model with like proper iron sights on it? No. Oh. But one of those things that will show up in that third slot is bullets curve towards the enemy. Uh -huh. So at a certain point, you're now, instead of aiming at the body, you're aiming around the head because it will curve at the last second the bullet into their head. This also affects grenade launcher. Nice. So I'll do a thing like launch it pretty parallel to the ground, and if it senses the enemy is there, it will just scoop back up <laughs> and fly into his abdomen. I really thought you were about to say, you can buy a power-up that turns eye tracking on. <laughs> uh no actually the eye tracking in this is used for the telekinesis ah. you can set it either to aim your hand at a thing to grab it or aim your eyes at the thing to grab it so you can mm. be shooting over here glance over there grab that rip it off they they have some pretty interesting, interesting. designs here too uh they have four enemy types basically uh so you have your standard soldier guy nothing nothing to talk about there uh they constantly scream we are legion and get rid of the unpure one and a lot of fucking hilarious lines to hear 7,000 times. Uh, but then you get to the point where it's like an almost a Goliath. It's like a big golem type dude with body armor. You have to wrench from his body to make his weak spot hittable at all. Mm -hmm. uh, then they have, and I am not exaggerating in the least, decoy octopus, but flies. And I'm like, yeah, of course, these people hired David Hayter and Jennifer Hale to voice characters in this game. I'm just imagining the DARPA chief floating in. It is really great. Uh, how much that is so direct. Um, uh, yeah, and then uh, there's the uh, last type, which is really scary and doesn't have any interesting descriptors other than it screams. When it runs, it makes unbelievably loud stepping sounds, and it will blow up the second it sees you by... Locking eyes with you doing this for one second and exploding in a giant radius. Huh. Those things let out this horrible yell. It is, it is awful. <laughs> Dope. This game is really cool. Uh, the, the warnings I have to give about this game. This game is like, in a way that, like it challenged me in a way no other VR game has because it is a lot to keep up with. It is a challenging roguelike shooter. There are a lot of things going on. And to do this in VR on all these different yeah, enemy types it, it, coming at you. It's a whole from... new arena of awareness to keep track of that many things. Right. Like if you put what you're describing on a screen, it's a video game. You've played a video right, game. Right, yeah. But yeah, no, and, when you're in it. Yeah, and, it's a freely explored environment, not like a rail shooter or something. Right. Like some stuff. Right. And unlike with Star Wars, where you have the ability to do teleport movement, uh -huh. in this, you just move by pushing the stick and running and whatever. So there was no get out of jail free card by teleporting using Sonido <laughs> yes. 1,700 feet away and being like, oh, thank God, that stormtrooper almost got me. Uh, personally, I prefer here in Kyaku. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hear only pretentious schmucks use that. <laughs> and <laughs> so that's that's my warning on that. The the other warning, this is not a long game. I platinumed it. 
And it only took me about seven to nine hours to do that. Now, am I skilled at the game? I guess relative to the average person, yes, because I've spent a, a terminally ill amount of time in VR where I'm going to be the first person to contract an illness based on being in VR too much. That is how that's starting to feel. Uh, so, yeah, if you're, if you're not as uh, oriented to VR, it could take longer if um, you're not as much of a crack fiend or you spec out incorrectly. <laughs> it may take longer. But, uh, yeah, it was a really delightful time. Like, really, really good. And I'm looking forward to doing another run someday. Um, I'm going to get in very mild spoilers for Synapse, but I'm going to play the music anyways because you know what? I like the song. And if you don't, <laughs> maybe you should play more Dragon Quest, get Dragon Quest pilled. The game basically has three different difficulties, and it does that thing games with no money do, where it's like, oh, you beat the game, but to really beat the game and get the story, but then to really beat the game and get the story. So kind of kind of modern age indie Ghost of Goblins in that sense a little bit. Uh, okay. Anyway, that was the mildest spoiler. Uh, do not come to this thing for the plot. Do not come in expecting any money spent on the storytelling. There is none. <laughs> they paid David Hayter and Jennifer Hale to talk into a microphone. And that's what you're going to get. And you're not going to get an unbelievable amount of that. You're going to get exactly enough to get you by. Uh, the plot of this is best described as imagine every schlocky action spy movie from like the 90s thrown into an AI generator and then coming out of David Hayter's mouth where he's just like, I went to get this for the foundation and then the foundation turned on me and then I turned on them and I turned on this country too and then they betrayed me and they betrayed you, but we betrayed us. Like you were talking <laughs> about that one collectible being purple origami cranes you get from corpses and I'm uh -huh. like, did, or did the did the government hire the origami killer to reverse <laughs> inception a guy? Because I would, yeah, I'll play that. <laughs> You're not too far off, um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's pretty funny. But you know, it's the origami killer. Yeah, We've origami. Been over this. Uh, you, at first, you are going through levels, and David Hayter's just like, "You aren't ready for my mind. You will have to fight the legions of people I've murdered here, manifest in my brain." And I'm just like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> This is this is cool. David Hayter just keep talking. I'll be happy, <laughs> which is why I find it insane. He, they don't play a single voice clip from David Hayter in the most recent trailer. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is why I bought the game. Right. Uh, but I thought it was fun. Maybe you will, too. Man, I can't aim. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad enough when I turned on uh, because Pistol Whip has a mode called uh, Legacy, like Legacy Pro or something, where it turns off all aim assist. And the, the, there's a trophy that's like, beat a level on hard mode. I'm like, Psh, I got this. No, I tried five times and I couldn't beat a level on hard mode without the aim assist. I'm like, well, everyone, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be shooting anyone. As it turns out, I can load seven bullets and somehow miss a man who's not moving at all every time. Uh, so, you know, a little bit of uh, a little bit of synapses me. Grabbing someone as a telekinesis, bringing them really close to going bang, <laughs> point blank. I mean, 
That's the point. Right. Like, why would you, that's frame one. That is what you want to do. Right, yeah. And that's the great thing. They understand that. The skills are around that. And it's very smart. Also, there's a grenade launcher. So maybe grab the decoy octopuses that are in midair, slam to the ground, and just immediately launch a grenade into them. Very good. Very I, good. I really hope that you're not the first person who just, like, yeah, it turns out if you're in VR too much, it destroys your sense of balance forever. Right? Like, that's what I was <laughs> like, thinking. We, we need to really hope that there isn't, like, the Dan effect in medical textbooks, <laughs> like, three years uh, from now. Because uh, we will have to rename the podcast that. <laughs> Am I wearing the headset in the thumbnail, like the iconography? Well, well, you'll, have, well you'll have to wear, like, a medical headset for the rest of your life <laughs> to trick your brain to thinking you're in VR so your balance comes back. You just always have pass-through turned on. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's so terrible. I thought about actually doing an episode of Big Thing with the past three turned on because I'm like, yeah, that'd be funny. It's it's like fucking Jordy LaForge, but instead of helping Dan because he's blind, it's like, yeah, he he fried his own brain with VR gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Danny mnemonic. <laughs> It's like a metaphor for him needing to have a layer of separation between him and other people because uh, the closer we grow, the more we hurt each other, right? Like, no, my brain's fucked up. <laughs> Like, like I fucked up my brain. Like emotionally? No, like the the the, the motor neuron part that how your eyes work. It don't work good. <laughs> <laughs> also, some mild aphasia apparently. Uh, this is just gonna fit in here because it does. You hear about how Apple is like, we are reducing how many of these headsets <laughs> we're making. No, that's hilarious. The, fun the funny thing is, it sounds like they're not even doing it because of a lack of demand. They're doing it because Sony won't give them enough OLED screens for their headset. <laughs> All right. Presumably because Sony's own VR headset needs the screens. Holy shit. Sony accidentally saving them. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I just want to say for a moment... Um, Thank you for supporting the channel and letting me have a lifestyle where I can even own a fucking PlayStation VR too. Mm -hmm. That shit's amazing. That is fucking yeah. I want to say life changing. That sounds like I'm overselling it, but no, it really is like the N64 era of 3D gaming again, mm -hmm. where it's just like yo, but I can I can move there. <laughs> <laughs> like it feels like the the how that felt at the time. And when the N64 is coming out, it's like, no, you don't understand. In this pilot wings, you go over the mountain. And that's like a thing. Uh, that's kind of how <laughs> VR feels. Anyway, somebody should make a pilot wings for PlayStation VR. I am to understand there is some sort of biplane or plane-based VR game on PC. Okay. Uh, so whenever I break and get uh, MetaQuest 2, so that way I could play PC VR on the cheap, I'll go check that out. I don't know what the name of that is, but maybe someone does. But that's it for my VR segment. I don't think I played anything else because, once again, I beat Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, it takes a long time. Yeah, it was like, I also did that. It says, it says I spent 49 hours in there, and though that's wrong because I know because Jesus. the game, there, there are many times in the game my brain just went, hey, we, sh we should check Twitter. <laughs> yeah that, that's also the problem with trying to gauge how long i've played anything it's like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah okay i'll get up and i'll pause it to make dinner or 
Yeah. Whatever. This is the worst it's been for me in any video game ever, I think, where I'll just hit a thing where my brain goes, I'm not interested. Let's check Twitter. And then I realize 30 minutes later that the game's dialogue ended and I've just been on Twitter and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. God damn. <laughs> Good thing it has that active lore guy <laughs> thing. <laughs> you know... Part of me early on was like, uh, I'm glad this is here. I don't need it yet, but I feel like any moment now it's going to come for me. And then it did like the longer the game went on, the more it was like completely not going to help because at no point they're like these guys. You remember them, right? I mentioned them 30 hours ago, <laughs> which I thought maybe <laughs> given given the tone of the game I, and I, the I, fact I, they built that system. And I was like, any time now, it's going to be like it's them. The only time I used it. Uh-huh. The first time it cut to like the king of Sam Baroque, I clicked the button. It was like, tell me who he is. And it's for <laughs> it told me that. I was like, well, yeah, it's gonna tell me that in a few seconds, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I actually I did that same thing where I'm just like, who? Yeah, I figure it was uh, more for early game when they just start listing shit name, without, name, 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 without name. Yeah. writing sentences to tell you what it is. Right. Like the fuck is a Walud? I don't know. Pull the thing. Right, yeah. The Walud was the first I'm like, is that like an adjective or <laughs> a proper noun. That sounds like some Final Fantasy shit. I am one of the Walud. Oh shit, he's gone Walud. That means his premise is completed. He will become a crystalline entity now. No, you're thinking of the Pulse Walud. <laughs> it's a totally different thing. You're thinking of the Grand Flood. <laughs> they they used Anon once. Yeah, I had to Anon. look it up on um, online. It was like, oh, it's British terminology for join you soon or something like that. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He thought it was anonymous. He's like, I will join yeah, I you got, anonymously. I, I got it. I got used to like all the weird British terminology because I played Final Fantasy 14 and they talk like that in that game. It was Which I, I crazy. thought I'd be more used to. I played all the way through Xenoblade played three, but that's Oh no, they go real hard in Final Fantasy 14 and but, this oh one where they God. like the the big one is like using um prey instead of want. Yeah. Or not not one, but I forget. They use prey in like a very specific way. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've never heard any other game do. Yeah, like pray tell, but they use it more than just that. <laughs> Bob's like, I beat Xenoblade. I know every British word. <laughs> they used it instead of please, but constantly in a way that most people don't. So it fucking threw me off the first time I played 14. <laughs> um I don't really have anything to say about 16, but what we've been playing. <coughs> FF 16. I figure someone in this room might want to say something. I have a whole, I want to have a whole fucking ass conversation about Final Fantasy 16, but that is not today. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I guess I could say my general impression since I beat it my very vague once without talking about the story sure. or anything. Feel free. Um, I liked it. I was frustrated by it. Not just because of the game itself, but I was frustrated with AAA gaming. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's things in this game that I would want that are not in this game explicitly because they are too expensive to put in a modern AAA game. Mm. And realizing that sucked. Because if Final Fantasy can't get the money to do it, nobody can. Um, I don't, I don't really, like, I'm neutral on the setting and tone. I don't really care for them. Like, the choices they made with the aesthetics of the game and the setting and the low fantasy setting 
and all that, I'm not a big fan of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I, aesthetically it kind of does the least for me of any, any Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I feel where it's like, yeah, I I've seen this so much in the past decade. This has been the default fantasy setting since Game of Thrones got popular as a show. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, like when I went back and looked at uh, Final Fantasy 12 or at least the PS4 port of Final Fantasy 12, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, this way Night more, Armor like, looks cool. Yeah, like, yeah, it's way more like 12 and 14 are much more high fantasy than this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you even go to the dirt run downtowns and they're more fantasy aesthetic and oriented than 16 is. Mm -hmm. uh, I also think the cast is just one of the weaker casts in Final Fantasy. I also agree with that. I think for me, that actually, that is that is up there with one of my larger problems with the game. Uh, I it, do think the cast compares very poorly against a lot of the other really and, memorable and honestly, like casts. A big part of the reason I played through Final Fantasy XIV was part of it was I want to see like they're an out they're positioning this next expansion as the end of the first big chunk. Like everything up to this was the end of the first big storyline. I thought that was so the I thing we to just that. finished. Right? Like, I no, thought no, I that's... mean, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's oh, what okay. I mean. I mean, okay. they were framing it like the next thing is the big thing, so I need to get caught up. But also I wanted to play it because Yoshi P was directing Final Fantasy sixteen, And Producing. that kind of, like... Isn't he also the director? No. No. He's not? No, he's a producer. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, let me check. I need, I gotta check right now. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, he's not one of the. Okay, he's yeah. just the producer. Yep. Well, his involvement was why I played right. Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm and like, that's... yeah, that doesn't have any of the problems I have with this game, and it also has probably, possibly my favorite Final Fantasy cast period. So it 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 it, it was like it had these problems when fourteen had like the opposite. It's their strengths. So it was this bizarre whiplash. Mm. Wow. Yeah, this did do a lot to scare me away from ever playing 14. Oh, oh, oh don't worry. Like, not at all. <laughs> uh, don't worry, you'll I never have time for it. Fair. Yeah, I've won that. <laughs> uh, Sawed off shotgun also, to the chest. And, and, and there's also just the element of... Um, I think the side quests make this game worse. Not oh. even because they're bad. Not mm. even because they're bad. That's not even what I'm talking about. Okay. I did every single one. It just produces this. It is the dichotomy between the extremely high fidelity, high budget, high presentation value main story mm -hmm. and the absolute no money side quests. It produced this up and down effect as I played through the game where like it was starting to fuck with me mentally I mean, where it was like, I really like this game. Oh, I don't like this game. Oh, I really like this game. Oh, I don't like this game because it's that severe and they keep stacking more of them onto you as you get further in the game. And I'm like, guys, these aren't good enough to, for there to be so many. Yeah, the, it really is. This game really is an oil and water game. Mm -hmm. Like you're either playing the high budget actiony, very linear stuff or you're doing side quest stuff that is 
person talks to you you walk 15 feet away you pick up the three piles of dirt they told you they would never find and then you bring it back to them and they're like oh i got so much dirt for my baby here Mm -hmm. have a good boy badge i literally just did my first badge of like here's the list of all the available side quests and you can warp to them like i just cleared those out and the whole time i'm thinking man if this shit didn't load areas instantly i would hate this right yeah which they fucking Christ, it's not eighth gen load times of a minute and a half, right? I wouldn't have beaten it. Yeah, I, that. The yeah, so it just oh, just that, oh shit the, oh shit one second I I forgot I need to hit the game code provided by Square Enix. There we go, we're covered because Bob and I got a game code from Square Enix, and they will kick down this door if I don't <laughs> push that button. Sorry, Chris, go ahead. But yeah, like it just produced like, and there is some interesting stuff in those side quests. I did learn the answer to questions I had in some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that, that, that's why I want to, like you did, I'm, I'm on track to do all of them because I keep learning shit about the setting and how the world works. Yeah, yeah, they. I did all of them up until basically before the final mission. They're like, here's another t- 20. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> Wrong, and then you stick its nose in it so that I way it learns. Okay, I yeah. fucking get it. Yeah, that's what uh, I did too. Like I did, I did all a of couple them of until... those in that last set, and I was like, oh, oh, this is bad. <laughs> Here's the thing: sometimes I learn something really interesting about the world. Like, and this is a tiny lore thing. This is not what I would consider spoilers. Um, you do a quest for a guy, and eventually he's like, yeah, as a part of like. If you were a taxpayer back in the day, you would get a crystal. Like he explains like, yeah, no, that was just a thing. And now they're so stingy with them. No one gets any. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that's interesting. And there was, Edgar, are you past the time skip? Nope. Wait. Wait. There are two in this game. (laughs) Right. Yeah, because. Well, everybody else is beaten. Edgar, what's the last boss you beat? Uh, I just did the Ifrit section. I'm I'm on my way to the first Mother Crystal, I assume. Yes. Well, there's a side quest that explains things about the brand that they get, that the Mm. branded get, the bearers Mm -hmm. get. And I'm like, oh, I I didn't understand how it worked in this context, and this side quest explained to me how that works. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool, but... There's sometimes when they explain parts of that, and like, well, you made that stupider. (laughs) Okay. The problem is, it isn't like I like I said. It's not the content of these side quests. It's the it's like. Imagine you go, you have a choice between two buffets, and this is gonna use this is gonna use a food metaphor, which which I normally shun, but I feel like in this case it's appropriate. I mean, he's speaking what? to three Americans. It only makes yeah. sense, right? <laughs> Explaining things to an American. Here's a burger. Yeah. Um. Now, let's say okay. This buffet you can stay in for 24 hours and it has all the most immaculate dishes you've ever seen. It's 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 unbelievable. Now this buffet you can stay in for 48 hours. But 20 of those hours you can only eat oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what I feel like I accidentally signed up for by doing all the side quests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a lot of my problems with the way they present side quests is the way that you actually talk to people in the environment, and then every sentence has a huge delay before they keep talking, so it makes the pacing just die. Yeah, 
You can hit X though. The moment you can they finish the last but then you, syllable, you need to so be like on You have top to be of it, ever vigilant. Which um, oftentimes led me just skipping too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, I, didn't, that's I, fair. I just I just read the words and then skipped it because I'm like, if I don't have to fucking listen to you talk, I'm not gonna. I have shit to do. I actually did this really cool trick. It's called just letting the game play the vocals, like the vocal track at its own fucking pace, and then eventually I zone out and check Twitter. <laughs> right. Like, that's the other option. Of like, like, this wasn't an intentional decision. I just noticed I did that a lot in this game, and I'm like, I didn't do that for Xenoblade. <laughs> Xenoblade I, I is to, nearly twice as long. And I need to add, like, this isn't a problem exclusive to 16. 15 and 7 Remake both kind of had terrible side quests. I, I don't think I don't think Final Fantasy needs these MMO style side quests. I think we need to stick to like seven, eight, nine, ten, where there's side stuff you can do, mm-hmm. but it's not like you go to the quest giver and get the task yeah, that you it, can complete within these narrow windows. It, it being that specifically MMOE was weird to the point where I start, I'm doing them all because it tricked my brain, and I'm like, if I don't do all of the side quests in this in this one. Uh, area then i won't be leveled enough for the next zone right i was gonna say seven (laughs) seven remake has side quests but it doesn't they are nowhere near mmo tier like this yeah there's a lot few like this this these are mmoe because a big part of the team was from 14 mm -hmm. right yeah i've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people uh privately and on discords about this game and a lot of the information i am getting from them is like yeah, this game, whole cloth motherfucking side quest like 14. I'm like, that's a fucking weird decision to make about an action RPG. Like, Yeah, it really feels like there was the team that made the game and the team that made the filler. Yeah, it's even <laughs> yeah, weirder that because is kind you, of how it feels. Yeah, because it's even weirder because you think, okay, my brain assumes these teams made these halves. Great. And then you start hitting stuff in the action part that you go, no, Platinum made that. And then the rest of the action team made the rest of the game. Because there's just shit that happens that that practically has a giant Platinum Games made this stamp on the screen. Mm-hmm. I did see one other person compare uh, those moments to Ashura's Wrath out in the wild. There and is, I'm like, that's so fucking funny. Fucking, there are some fucking Ashura's Wrath ass moments in this game. Yeah. Which uh, I know, Bob, you were saying something about whole cloth for Bayonetta. Was I, it two or yeah, one? The, the, there are various scenes that are just remade from one and two. And, and then <laughs> even like major boss battles are literally lifted from Bayonetta. Like the, the way the combat works entirely. Mm. It's like, okay. Yeah, no, that's unreal. Like, yeah, but they, in now, my brain, now they, they're made with like millions of more dollars, but right, the pacing right, right. is way worse because they, they, they're missing something. <laughs> Some sort of like a director who knows what they're doing. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I just until I hit that moment, I assumed like the core action gameplay was like the Platinum Games domain, right? Mm -hmm. Then I hit that, and I was like, no, they just made the vertical slice it boots into it, right? (laughs) That's fucking unreal. There's a couple icon segments that are like, yeah, Platinum fucking made this. (laughs) (laughs) Um. On the side content thing, I will say I liked all the hunts. I did every one of those. I don't regret doing those. Those yeah, hunts, were all a lot of fun. They're the like, hunts a lot were of like them are like upgrades of the boss fights that you do against things. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of the highlight of the game outside of the hyper linear, almost naughty dog like action levels, where it's just like money, money, money. You're going down a hallway. Mm-hmm. Like I think the hunts are the highlight outside of those. Yeah, I also ended up doing all the hunts. 
Hey, 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 Square Enix, you just, by the way, this isn't news. They patched the game today that you can turn off the fucking motion blur. Thank yeah. God. Now maybe yeah. people can see some of the fucking art in that game. I yeah. might actually go replay parts of it with the motion blur off so I can see what is fucking happening better. Yeah, it would be really nice if now that they fixed that, if they could miraculously find a better temporal AA solution than FSR 2 because, <laughs> man, I'm so sick of FSR 2. That shit looks like ass. That shit looks uh, like ass. Thank you, AMD. You engineered a solution just good enough to ruin these video games. But, but they need to patch in a thing where if you're doing a hunt, there's mm -hmm. an invisible wall locking you into the arena. Because more than once, just naturally fighting these this boss, one of those bosses, huh. it goes, uh, you stepped one foot outside the arena, the boss will now run back to where it sits and, and respawn all itself. You can't do anything about that. Yeah, I've had that happen with larger enemies in the open world and it's bullshit yeah I, like it's it super charged weird. outside of its range mm -hmm. yeah what? i've seen that happen too yeah. like i've also just been running by something like on a chocobo and then they'll they'll attack me i'll get off the bird to fight it and then they run away and have all their health back i'm like what was this <laughs> oh that was an mmo thing yeah it's uh speaking of like if you're gonna fucking make an mmo uh go all the way you know the village of lost wing mm -hmm. and and how that town is is a morass of twisting narrow passages it really is. and long dead ends yes. oh god yeah, that town yeah. Mini going back map <laughs> yeah the decision to not have a mini map was yeah. weird because there were multiple times there were multiple times i ended up going backwards in one of the linear action levels because i'm like i just did a fight this both exits to this room look basically the same yeah of mm -hmm. course you do of course, at least in there, you can hold the Torgal point your nose at which walk and wait right. for the button. And some of the times but it works, yeah. I forget I, sometimes. Yeah, but we, I, we made our towns with a bunch of passages that cross over each other, yeah, and I and pull up the map, and I can't fucking tell which way I'm supposed it, to go. It is right. actually that, that really That map impressive. is the worst one because there are so many things over each other that it doesn't tell you mm -hmm. yeah, anything, that, basically. That is, like, one of the more, like, confusing layouts for a town I've dealt with in a video game recently, which is weird because visually it does not betray this. It looks very simple to navigate just looking at it. Then you bring up the map, and then you try to combine that with the reality of the pathways you're walking on. It's like... And realize oh. there's a secret passage under the church. And right. It's like, it's like, right? like this oh, is a great rectangle. A oh, that's three different elevations and a tunnel. Right. Um, exactly. Exactly. So that was, that was funny to get used to in that village, yeah. That reminds me. I went back and boot up FF7 Remake to uh -huh. directly compare it to this. Yeah. That has a mini-map. I was just upset. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't give you a mini map like that. Give, give me a mini. I find navigating a, an RPG in 3D space. I probably want a mini map. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like those towns don't have combat in them. Like they don't. You don't have. You could literally just show me the mini map in a town. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's really funny. Uh, you were talking about how sometimes Clive just runs, and mm -hmm. it really is just yeah. There are like town areas, and they don't want you to move quickly through those ever. Mm -hmm. So. Only when you're running straight enough in a straight enough line for long enough in an area that's outside of those zones does he just go now. Yeah, they do the they do the Devil May Cry Four thing where if you go yes. in the same direction long enough, you you boot into higher which, speed. Which I need to stress pissed me off when Devil May Cry Four did it. Yeah, no, that was bad in Devil yeah, May Cry Four. I don't know why I'd it's much here. rather just have a button. Because mm -hmm. even in the newer re-release of Devil May Cry 4, they shortened the time. Oh for yeah, that. they they shortened it to like nothing. It's the same thing they did with DMC Five. It was yeah. like no, you just start running. After Be only a few steps, because right. of course because, you want to move of course. faster. Why wouldn't you? Anyway, <laughs> uh, Bob, is there anything you specifically wanted to talk about outside of any future things? 
I guess not. Like, I don't want to. Like, like, most of what I have to talk about is end game spoiler stuff. And it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And for me, mean. it's like a, a, a more nuanced discussion and a longer discussion than I feel like I want to have here. Right. right about um, probably dissecting the characters and everything like that. Uh, as I mentioned last week, I also was incredibly disappointed with the cast. Yeah. I. I wanted to give them a bunch of root because I hadn't beaten the game at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I've beaten the game and I will say overall, the cast is not quite up to snuff with a lot of the final fantasies. Like, no, I don't, maybe this person's out there. Maybe it's you person who's listening to this right now. I can't, I can't imagine you person who's listening right now sitting there saying 15's cast is way worse than this. It's like, how could you, how could you think that? <laughs> I don't know. Fifteen also had a really weak cast. It has four fucking bros, and they have more charisma and energy and likability and stuff than That's the true. entire cast in this game. Yeah, one thing one thing that really like they have they achieved the God of War like thing of having the characters talk to each other as you play the game and yeah. having that flesh them out as characters. Whereas in sixteen, they go mute as soon as a like right the yeah. story stops yeah like if it's not a cutscene, they're not saying anything mm-hmm. which is yeah. maddening after playing stuff like god of yeah, war and final fantasy it, 15 it would have fucking helped certainly helped a lot if in those parts where they're with you when you're out doing shit they had conversations like that that would certainly fucking help yeah that definitely would um i love gav though i love that man oh yeah gav is splendid i um yeah, I think I touched on this last week, but I'll do it again. Uh, the game being really desaturated and having this FSR 2 and kind of running bad, like I think on all fronts visually, it's kind of not working out. And which is weird because, you know, as Chris was talking about earlier, some of the underlying assets of this game are absolutely stellar looking. You know, there's some amazing art design things like Mother yeah, Crystals and shit. There was, where there was, there was just cutscenes of characters talking, and sometimes I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, this looks good. Yeah. This looks unfucking real. Mm-hmm. But then you get into the, like, you start getting the fucking motion blur and stuff, and it's like, oh, it doesn't look nearly as good anymore. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm excited for whenever, assuming this does happen, whenever this hits PC to see what it can look like there. Because obviously, instead of FSR 2, they could use DLSS or you could brute force it to a higher resolution. Mm-hmm. I just I want to see what the game looks like at its best, mm-hmm. which is why I'm going to buy a PS5 Pro whenever they announce that. So am I. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Hawk, hawk. Now it'll just be whether or not I buy it before or after the slim or not. Do I buy <laughs> yeah, both? That's, also, I that's that also where I am like. I'm being like, if, if they announce this, a slim, a slim PS5 that has a fat, flat fucking surface uh-huh. it can rest on, I'll be like, am I seriously gonna like take a two hundred dollar hit to buy that, and then take another two hundred dollar <laughs> hit the next year, or three hundred dollar hit to buy the pro? Yeah, I probably am. Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. See, I I have this thing. This it's it's a crazy thing. It's called uh, <clears throat> an excuse. I get to go. Uh, I bought Tosha PS5. Oh, look, I have 
a swim in my house. It's the perfect bedroom console. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like I would feel like I'd probably be like, hello, friend of mine who wants one of these consoles, but not enough to pay $500. Would you like my old PS5 for $200? What's your favorite and type of I peanut butter? Go, Is it chunky? And then I would go, uh, and then I would go buy the PS. And then the next year I'd be like, would you like a slimmer PS5 for $200? So I buy PS5 Pro. Why, why would I need a second PS5? You got a bedroom, don't you? I'm, I'm seeing someone in the chat say, no one on this stream will clear the marshmallow test. I didn't get a PS4 Pro. I sat with my launch PS4 until that gym ended. I am strong. What, but what's the marshmallow I, test? So I, uh, that's where if you don't eat the marshmallow, is. you get two marshmallows. Mm. It's, they test children oh. to see if they have that mm. ability to deny immediate satisfaction for long term. They gave the, they gave me that shit in middle school. Oh, really? But I knew what it was uh -huh. when it was happening. Yeah. So I just looked the proctor in the face and ate the marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> I only wanted one. You don't own me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, this is a different case because I, I absolutely would not upgrade to the Slim if the PS5 sat on a fucking flat surface. I am tired of oh accidentally nudging the PS5 while cleaning or something and it fucking, oh, you you, bu you bumped the fucking stand loose. It's now fucking all tilted. Oh, Fuck yeah, you, it Sony. sucks. Honestly, yeah. when, you, when you set Worst the stand up. design in years. When you set the stand up vertically, it feels so rigid and fucking good. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, why couldn't you feel this good horizontal? Yeah. I, but, I uh, don't have aggro. You should have done that. Have these and looked at, obelisks. And then looked at the prompter and been like, I have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Just set an happy pen on the cover. <laughs> you have two minutes to not go to prison. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Yes. Before we leave, yes. uh, I wanted to address a couple of things I've been hearing about this game. Uh, okay. One is people being like, "This isn't like not not mechanically, but thematically and in world, this doesn't feel like Final Fantasy." I'm not seeing any Final Fantasy enemies. Those people have brain worms, and their eyes don't work. <laughs> like frame one, weird dog, that same plant that's in every Final Fantasy yeah. game, and then and then a giant wasp. Yeah. No, there are. There are Final Fantasy enemies in this. I'm just right. fighting fucking bombs. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No, they're there. Right. Yes. That is true. Uh, also, fuck yeah, this game is full of anime bullshit, and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is exactly like Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really funny. Somebody made like a Trojan horse, like an edit of the Trojan horse, and it's like. Final Fantasy 16 is like Game of Thrones. And then the inside was just anime. <laughs> and it was like, we tricked normal people into playing anime. Right? Like I had a moment of self-actualization, which gave me an in-universe power-up. I'm like, this is that good shit. <laughs> and then that's when Clive said, the heart. <laughs> <laughs> we, ha we, have to get, we have to get through the entire... Uh... Thing we're currently going through and chugging bleach before we can find out more about the heart. Yeah, I know oh, it's God. fucking terrible. Um, there, there's something particular that's very shown in anime that it does really late that I can't talk about. That right, I, yeah. I groaned so hard. Oh my God, uh, it's I, a double-edged sword. It is. It is because it's not the yeah. cool shown in anime thing. It's one of those other things. It's one of those like trophy, filler, yeah, yeah. shown in anime things. So I don't know if this is just my damage. Like you, you, you two should share this damage with me. Um, sure. Wait. No. Probably not. But go. Am ahead. I the only one who couldn't stop thinking about Lords of Shadow the entire time I was playing sixteen? 
I mean, no, he does because this game look is like kind of what Lord of Shadow was going through, and yeah, he does. I mean, look they, like that guy when you get the leather outfit, right? He I'm looks like, kind of like him, and not the it outfit has, made of leather, it, it but does the that leather thing. outfit. <laughs> he kept it keeps doing that thing where they'll use a name for something just because they want to have those Final Fantasy names out all the time, right? Uh, so I get that, but I didn't. I didn't have that much a problem with constantly saying about Lords of Shadow. But though. here's the thing: in Lords of Shadow, they didn't even go. Here's Dracula. He's just Dracula from Symphony of the Night again. Why would you expect anything different? <laughs> so it's a little different in how it's doing God, it for Lords of Shadow because Lords of Shadow would be like, "Yeah, that's that painter," and I'm like, "That mutant freak over there that looks like it should be mutant football league. That's broader." <laughs> yeah, his name's Brawner, so he's got Braun, right? No! <laughs> you wrong! Wrong! Yeah. Incorrect! At, at no point did I feel like they were doing that thing where it's like, yeah, just say the name of the fucking thing. They'll like it. <laughs> you get to one of the cities and it's like Midgar. <laughs> yeah, that, that that would be the point where I'm like, okay. Uh, it does it does do that with some of the cities, but luckily it's not Midgar, which would really be a lightning rod for everyone's brain. <laughs> be, being one of the most fi- famous Final Fantasies in the main city. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else I want to get into here. I'm just gonna pose. I ran into people online who are like, "This is definitely an RPG," and I'm like. If this is definitely an RPG enough to be called an action RPG, then so is God of War. And they go, no. And I go, why? Yeah, that's insane. If you're and saying that new God of War things are not an RPG, you're and this is, you're an idiot. Yeah, like, no, I'm right. not even going like, to hold back. You, you, yeah. If you draw the line there, this is on that side yeah, like, of yeah, this the is line. Genre this is, is so always, much less RPG than God of War. Genre it's is crazy. always subjective. And, you know, like you can make a rational argument for either or. But no, that that is a stone cold fact. Like, right, if yeah. this is this, like, then this is also this. Right, I right, don't right, right, care yeah. which side you land on, but they're both the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. They're barely different, except for God of War Ragnarok might be more debatably an RPG than this. But I don't care to have that discussion at all. Like, in the fucking least. Yeah, that's not a valuable discussion for anybody to have. I'm not, I don't even think that is this an RPG is a particularly valuable discussion to have. Maybe if the Final Fantasy 17 comes out and is also the same thing as this, that will become a worthy discussion, but that is not the case right now. I mean, we're already at two action games in a row, so whatever. Like, seven I, remake doesn't count. What, what oh, about 15? 15. <laughs> yeah. 15, 15 is so, so three. Not three. real. Yeah, we're at three. 15 not real. 15 is not a real thing. 15 was a car PG, so was, that was a totally different thing. Like, crazy <laughs> when we didn't get a Final Fantasy for 12 years. 15 yeah. is so fucking hacked into pieces and not a real game in my mind that I can't count it for anything. Man, I can't wait for Dragon Quest 12. Same. Same. Yeah, I'm so, like I, I'm gonna be real. If, if, if Dragon Quest Twelve, if 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 is that's an action game, I'm gonna start shit. Like we're gonna oh, we're gonna I'm, be entering. I will be the man, the internet's most insufferable man. Yeah, you, you guys need to understand. I grew up, and I've told the story a couple times. A big thing, but we've been doing this for years now. I grew up, and I liked action RPGs a lot back when it was very few of them. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, you had Secret of Mana. You had the Mana series, and then you had like Kingdom Hearts and that Star was big, Ocean, and Star Ocean, and Valkyrie Profile. But Valkyrie Profile is less so than these others, right? And that was really neat, and they were really different. 
And now, like, these mainline turn-based JRPGs are all becoming action RPGs. If Dragon Quest Twelve goes that way, I'm going to become livid. <laughs> I will absolutely yeah, I, I have, just start some shit. I have trouble picturing them doing that, but who the Me fuck too. knows? Me too. I, I don't think, know. I like I don't know. I think if this hadn't started development, I think in 2017 is when they said this game started development. It might not even be an action game because we had such a resurgence in turn-based games since mm -hmm. then. And I, I'm gonna be. Uh, th this is this isn't even directly related to, but it, it is a weird thing to note that this is the year where a mainline Final Fantasy comes out as an action game, and Baldur's Gate three comes out and is turn-based. <laughs> <laughs> I think seventeen is probably going to be like. I think the smart move is to make 17 a turn-based game. So that way, anyone who played this and was a hater of this sees it as not a continuation of it. So obviously, that their preconceptions based on this cannot apply to that. And people who felt it left out entirely by this, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this also is... get to look at that as a clean break. It seems like the safest choice going forward. Now, will they make that call? I have no idea, but Xenoblade seems to be doing all right for Nintendo. So hybrid turn-based MMO combat, right? There's, yeah, it, there's like, this the, weird, we're in this weird spot, specifically where, with Final Fantasy, where what makes AAA games so much fucking easier? Iteration. What does Final Fantasy never fucking do? Yeah. Iteration. So we're in this bizarre place where it's like. Are you going to make a whole new action system every game? I don't think you will. That shit's much easier if you just do turn-based. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and, I, and, and, and personally, the best future in my mind is, is Square Enix going, uh, the Switch 2 is good enough now, so this shit's multi-plat. Yeah, you have to wonder if Sony would allow for uh, that. Final Fan they, mean, keep, they, they, they keep writing those Final checks. Fantasy. I mean, they, they, if they switch ship on the Switch 2, they don't need Sony's check. Uh, I don't know about like visual arts group did some like once again at a certain amount of money and assistance. I I just think uh, Final Fantasy 15 sold like shit in Japan because it was PS4 only or, you know, next gen only this game sold even worse in Japan. Like it sold half as much as 15. I think at some point Square Enix is going to go, we don't want final fantasy to not be something the japanese audience buys at all like we have to get this shit on the switch at some point mm -hmm. like i i can't don't see any universe where they aren't looking at those numbers and like eventually we have to fix this yeah i was looking at historical data because um i don't know it was relevant to some conversation i was having and i think it was like bob i was i was talking out loud with you about this stuff wasn't it that final fantasy 13 sold like a million copies in japan in like a month or some shit. Final Final Fantasy X sold two million copies week one in Japan. Yeah, so yeah, like some... this game sold three hundred thousand week one. Right. So like, and I, I honestly think that if if they ship on the Switch two, that game will ship fifteen million copies on the Switch two. I'm seeing some people in chat saying it's one point five million. No, it's just one person who said it twice. Okay. Um. 
Yeah, the PS5 had a real problem in Japan where they could only start selling these, them to real humans very recently instead of scalping. Right. Like consoles here's, just here, aren't big. Well, here's the now. thing. Here's the thing though, Chris. They literally couldn't sell them at all in Japan because they were scalped. So we have no metrics. Like we don't know what the Japanese demand for the PS5 has been because it's only legitimately been on sale in the country for a very short amount of time. That's why Harada made that tweet when he finally got his because it was literally impossible because for people who don't know people would go to go pre-order all the PS5s and sell them in China. Like that's what's been happening for mm. two and a half years. Uh, I didn't realize this was this bad until earlier this year because mm -hmm. I just assumed it was scalping the same scalping that was happening everywhere else. Right. I'm like, Oh, we're further away from launch. We're good. No, Hmm. apparently not apparently there's just a lot of money to be made in that which is fucking weird so maybe if we even had a whole year of not being plagued to It'd a severe be... extent by that it would have sold better 15, but... 15 was also real low like everybody noted like yeah this is the lowest opening a final fantasy games ever had in japan yeah so i it, didn't it just see feels any like... of the data but yeah it just feels like Japan doesn't give a shit about these huge, hyper-powerful boxes anymore. And if they, so, and if Sony, not Sony, if Nintendo solves the loading issue, so, so that isn't the problem, I could really see Square Enix be going like, why aren't we putting this on the platform? Like, can you, I just can't see any universe where Square Enix goes, yeah, we're shipping a mainline Final Fantasy on a Nintendo thing for the first time since fucking six and that not producing like an unbelievably massive surge of sales. Mm -hmm. Especially since it will be turn-based. Yeah, if, if, <laughs> yeah, if they do was, both. <laughs> right, it'd have to like, to fit on a Switch too even, because it clearly they keep, like this thing is. Uh, it's over a hundred gigs. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's huge and it's pushing the PS5 in ways it might, doesn't turn sometimes. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's dying over what? Remember, not everything that's hard to run is impressive. <laughs> right. It's that crisis effect a it's lot the of times. Crisis effect, yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel like they need to change their dev like process a lot going forward. I don't know if they're gonna do it because like I, now Kiyoshida said recently, like, I don't know, we might go back to turn base if we go back to pixel art. I'm like, that is not what he said. That is not what he said. That's one of those things where they fucking translated it wrong. What he uh, said was, he said was. I don't know if the next Final Fantasy is going to be turn-based. I'm not fucking making it. If I was making it, I would want to do pixel graphics, which is not the same statement in my mind. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think there's every reason in the world for them to make it uh, either MMO hybrid or t just straight-up turn-based combat. It's kind of weird that Xenoblade's right over there <laughs> and Xenoblade 2 sold so well, and then the MMO Final Fantasy team went... Let's make an action game. <laughs> like, that's so <laughs> bizarre it to me. To be, it's because it started development in the height of, like, no, that's what every one of these needs to be. Like, nobody wants these turn-based games. And then, like, two months after they started development, Persona 5 comes out and sells, like, 7 million copies over the course of its lifespan. Yeah. I mean, there's like, an approachability it, so... It's... There's people who... Like, we. there's all these fucking arguments. Is Final Fantasy... 16 too easy is it not too easy well what about accessibility i'm like you know what would solve this problem a genre that doesn't have execution as an issue right and that's the thing i try to stress to people like the amount of people i worked with across all the years of working retail 
who enjoyed Final Fantasy back when it was turn-based because of that, because mm-hmm. it is just making it... Hell, I was thinking about it for an accessibility thing. I was just throwing this here because there's no other format for this. It would be really neat if we had as a as a universal standard on some future shipping console. It's like, hey, here's your console. It's a normal fucking console. It has a normal fucking controller. We also shipped it with a remote similar to the Wiimote that can work as a pointer. Because as it turns out, people... It's a very intuitive interface to point at a thing and click at it, as it turns out. It turns out people are doing that on their phones and mice right now. Uh, Yeah. But I was thinking about that for pointing clicks and other genres. But turn-based is such a simple thing to engage with mentally on an execution level. That is an important thing to get truly mainstream. And and people are always like, well, we'll turn people say get mad at Final Fantasy not being turn-based. There's all the other turn-based games. The decision to make an action game defined every single part of Final Fantasy 16. Like there, you, you would not if like on the story level, on the world design level, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. You can't you can't decouple them from each other and, and be like, well, there's other other turn based games. Do you know how much fucking more expensive it is to make an action game than turn based game? Do you understand like the difference in testing and fucking bullshit you have to do? Yeah, every icon <laughs> battle absolutely is millions of dollars. Right. Not, like, not even that... just that. Just just like, well, well, we made Devil May Cry. Right. It's a lot more expensive than making a turn-based system. Right. right. There's a reason those areas that are like that are so very, very linear. Like the story mode elements that are that, where it's just like, we have to control the scope of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, also for testing and other things, that is much harder than a turn-based so, RPG. So like, I'm not... I'm not like, oh, there's no turn-based games ever because Final Fantasy isn't turn-based. I'm like, no, the decisions that go after the decision to make it turn action, like everything's related. You can't decouple them from each other. It's not like if they had decided to make Final Fantasy 16 turn-based, it would have been the same game, but turn-based. It would have been entirely different in every single way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good to move on, but I want to throw out one last statement. That is very tied to uh, what you just said. Uh, I see a lot of people getting up in arms about anyone who's like, I don't really want to play 16 because it's not an RPG. Like, and to them, they they mean like, you know, turn-based or something a bit more RPG-like. And I see a lot of people like, okay, well, uh, if that's a problem, then just stop caring about the franchise. Uh, I'm never going to be cool with anyone saying that's that to, to any fan of any franchise because I've been through Lords of Shadow. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's oh, completely yeah. bullshit to be like, so so wait, the person who supported the franchise all this time should you should just they should just get pushed out because they don't like the the transparent pandering to the mainstream. That's I bullshit. Mean, they also don't want to like hit square triangle, square triangle, square triangle, square triangle, eight inputs over and over for a 40, 50 hour game. Like, yeah, it's it's it really just that aggravates me deeply because uh, the Lords of Shadow phase was so hard to go through as a Castlevania fan mm-hmm. because it shares no similar... Like, it has no qualities even. At least this has bomb designs that look like bombs. Lords of Shadow has none of that. But people would be like, yeah, but it's got spooky universal monsters like like the NES games. And I'm like, it's not even action-wise like the NES games. It's not the same thing. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, that's always frustrating. There's always those people who want to, like, just 
no newest thing is best thing i will punch down on anyone who doesn't like newest thing it's right. always so super frustrating yeah. i feel like i've done gone through that right with every franchise i yeah. like every one yeah, of them it feels like i get it, that like it's everything <sighs> and again like i played final fantasy 14 in 2021 you can't say this is nostalgia me going the old ones are better final fantasy 14 is in my top five final fantasies i was like, like there's trans like there's trans ahead. i'm transparently not like it's obviously not well new thing bad mm -hmm. yeah I, I i tried to think of the the weirdest case the most unpopular case that i know of this happening with and it was actually zelda because uh, a friend of the channel riona she um she's into 3d zeldas but mm -hmm. the breath of the wild stuff is different enough where it's just not for her right and there are those people mm -hmm. and this isn't like Riona's being bullied, but it's like this. This happens with so many different things, and I watch people like, what was it? Yakuza went through the same thing. It's like, oh, it's a turn-based RPG now, and then people are like, whatever. It's always been, and I'm like, no, it's not. And frankly, I'm more interested now that it's a turn-based RPG. I'm more interested <laughs> than ever, but that doesn't mean everyone has to be interested, right? That's a different at, type of gameplay, right? At least with that, they were also like, here's this new sub-series right. judgment that is right. the same thing. Like, if, if, if Square Enix was like, okay, the mainline Final Fantasy is, is action now, here's the non, here's the turn-based Final Fantasy franchise that has exactly as much money. Yeah, it'd be cool if they kept making World of Final Fantasy. Not that uh, that ever had as much money. Yeah, <laughs> certainly a lot fucking more money than that. A lot more money. A lot more. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Fucking, please. Please. <laughs> We're dying here. I, I think that, that that has roughly as much money as Soul Hackers 2, a game that I could charitably describe as no money. <laughs> wow. The opening of Final Fantasy World of Final Fantasy is so majestic here on the shipping dock <laughs> that you got off the Unity assets there? <laughs> but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Um, luckily for me, I'm into action games, so that didn't scare me away from Final Fantasy 16, which reminder, game code provided by Square Enix. You guys ready to talk about another video game? Yeah, we can talk sure. about anything else now. Hey, Bob. Hey. Did you play something other than Final Fantasy 16 and Synapse, which you totally played? I didn't play that. <laughs> but you watched me play that. And you're a like, little bit. Wow, that looks really cool. I hope I get a turn soon. And I'm like, can't hear you, you earbuds in. <laughs> um, I played a little bit of Rogue Legacy 2. Um, cool. That game is still not for me. Like, I still don't like the way it feels in general. Like, yeah. it feels a little too floaty and just... Yeah, I, I get it. Like, there's, yeah. there's 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 parts where it's like uh, the challenge. Uh, jump through jump through this fucking obstacle course to get this item, and I go okay, and I'm like go backwards, and I'm like I have <laughs> to get hit because I don't fall fast enough. <laughs> yeah, that's why you didn't hear me be like, hey Bob, you really need to play Rogue Legacy too, because I'm like I'm pretty sure he still won't like the feel. Yeah, no, it's uh, like at least the 30 XX is coming out soon. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be cool. That's fucked up because this year was packed enough for my game of the year list. Right. And now 30XX is like, I slept two years to fuck you on this day. <laughs> but yeah, Low Gracie 2, definitely. I'm, I'm glad I got to try that on your uh, your PS5. My PlayStation Plus Plus. Yes, your PlayStation Plus Plus. So no one had to pay for it. And I was just able to be like, yep, not for me. Also, hey, reminder, <laughs> if you have PlayStation Plus Essential, which is the normal PlayStation Plus, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is free this month. 
You don't have to download. Just go register it. That's the best Call of Duty they've made in forever. Yeah, it might be the last good Call of Duty they ever make. It's, it really is looking like it, bros. <laughs> We've had two hard misses in a row. Cothead's got cocky. <laughs> Uh, what else did you play, Bob? Uh, I played a lot of Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh, and Alan Wake Remastered, but I realized I already bought that. <laughs> oh, no. So how's Star Wars Jedi... Wait, Star Wars Jedi Survivor? Yes, yeah, Jedi Survivor. Yes. How is that? This game seems really good. After playing through 16, it After visually <laughs> blew my fucking mind out of my ass yeah, just looking over at it. It looks insane. Let's... Which, um, the I like like Final Fantasy 16, it does have some bad, like, FSR-looking, whatever up-res thing they do. Temporal looks, AA. Yeah, yeah, looks real bad. One time, it literally made a lady's face become goo as, as she moved across the screen. It was horrifying. <laughs> uh, but other than that, it looks really nice. Um, this game is way faster than the first game. Like, you walk around the environment faster. You climb shoes things faster. You have squeeze shoes, but you just sort of like get going. <laughs> nice. Scramble throughs. Yes. Um, you get a grapple hook within the first like 10 minutes, um. which speeds up movement even more. Nice. It was a lot of fun. I've been very impressed with it. Mm-hmm. You get like all your, your various lightsaber modes back within the first like hour. And then they start adding more stuff on top of that. And you, it, it's they built a ton more loopbacks so like every couple like rooms you'll get a thing that takes you back to earlier in the level so you get easily traversable levels that are still like highly interconnected so it's clearly still inspired by like metroid prime hmm. but it feels less dark soulsian now because the first game was a lot of that yeah that there were how would you say like a couple per environment maybe even a few but they would be so far apart these past and they would be one directional Mm -hmm. not all of them but some of them so you're saying it's a lot more this time so it's a lot more traversable easily yeah no you are constantly getting like a grapple hook point to go backwards or some other way to loop back more easily and it's like wow wow See, I had the earbuds in. I couldn't hear Bob over here. He was just like, wow, 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 wow. The combat still feels a little loose and goofy, kind of like the first game, but it, okay. it's also faster, too. So it, it, it kind of makes up for it. It feels like enemies die really quickly. Like, within two or three hits, they're dying to your lightsaber a lot of the time. And they'll, they'll be more focused on, okay, we spawned a bunch of enemies in. You have force power, so like shove them off the cliffs and stuff like that. It's a ton of fun. Uh, they also added Yoshi. Like, you literally, you get a mount. And you can do the jump off him when he's in there. <laughs> I figured it was just going to be a dinosaur. I didn't <laughs> think you were talking about, yeah, you can just kill this fucking creature to get the other side of the gap. <laughs> That's fucked up. You can pet the little bog creatures, that, the little they're fluffy things that are obviously the things that teach you to Net- Super Metroid. Oh, those that's things, what you were talking about. Yeah, those, okay. They, they like show you how to do moves, like they show you to do wall jump and stuff like that. And he can come and pet him. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, you also are building up this saloon because it seems like a lot of the plan- or a lot of the games going to take place on one planet. It's hmm. pretty expansive. Uh, but the saloon is in the center of it, and as you do like side quests and stuff, you keep sending people back to the saloon, and they become shops. And they open up like a gardening mini game on top of the shop. 
and they open up a, a weird chest like mini game. It's really good. <laughs> it it uh, did make me think a lot of times like, man, this sure is like if Final Fantasy 16 were good. <laughs> oh, I'm every character, like all the dialogues really smooth. Everyone has great personalities. It's very strong. And immediately when you meet them. And one of them is voiced by Zim. Yes, one of them is obviously Zim. I mean, I was, what else do you need? Bob was over there. He's playing the fucking game. And I'm like, one of these assholes is from, from some voice actor I should know. I don't fucking remember who, though. I just, I just go back to typing my shit for my bullshit job doing podcasting. And then I hear fucking Zim. And I go, oh, God, right. Yeah, that was uh, shit. <laughs> um, low times are surprisingly bad. Really? Yeah, like the, you'll, what? you'll even the worst of them are load times. They're like Metroid Prime, where you just have to stand outside a door because it's loading. <laughs> um, oh, so the saloon has the strongest one of those. Like they put a ton of stuff in there, so you go up to the door and it starts blinking, and it's like, okay, do they have di- do they have di- diegetic? Yeah, it blinks. Okay, good. I was gonna say like you need the loading thing on the door. <laughs> do do they have like diegetic dialogue about like oh we should really get that door fixed? <laughs> no, they haven't they done that. They yet. didn't get Joel Haver to play a couple of the characters and just be like oh geez that door I tell you. Really busting my balls. <laughs> so I'm assuming it like works now. I'm so fucking. It it seems somewhat stable. It still runs kind of bad, and it still has that thing where the whole image can become goo because of the, the yeah temporal anti-aliasing. I, I think on PC people found a way to inject DLSS to replace that because yeah, the FSR two is or the, the Unreal Engine one's bad. I hear the PS the PC versions in way worse state though. Like yeah, every time bad. Every time Jeff Gerstmann ever spoke about it, it was like, yeah, it's still on fire, seemingly. I would love to go back and play that game that I've owned since launch. <laughs> it would be great if it worked right. Bob, I need you. I need you to, to, to do this for me. What's up? Can you, can you save me? I need you to look in my eyes and say, now, Dan, despite everything I just told you, you will definitely hate this game, so don't even play it, because I know your Game of the Year list looks like a fucking joke with your four fucking VR games, one of which is a Star War. You don't need two Star Wars games on your fucking Game of the Year list, Dan. It feels less Dark souls in enough that so you probably would like it. I don't know. Every, like Every time I died, I'm like, I'm only a few feet away from the spawn point. It's not a big deal. This is the last thing I wanted him to say. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the combat still feels a little wonky, but it's it's manageable. And a lot of what I have fun doing is traversal, which is way better. Cool. Because you can laugh. Thanks, Bob. That's, yeah. Thank you so much. The one. What are the planets they went to? Is a desert planet. And it like the first thing it does is like it's tremors. Don't stop. On the, don't stand on the sand. It'll get you. So do you walk without rhythm? No, you no. have to jump over it because okay, <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> totally different sandworm. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I got different. a little confused. <laughs> this game, guys, you need to understand. Like, you hear online, "Oh, this game looks good," and then you watch a YouTube video of it, and you're like, "Yeah, it looks good." No, <laughs> no. When I fucking saw that shit on his TV, I'm like, "Oh, that that, that looks good." Like. Fucking, there's some fucking ineffable quality in it that you just you can't yeah, put yeah. 
in a YouTube video and put up for people to see. It is kind of crazy. Like all the textures look real nice and yeah. all the animations look very impressive. And oh man, it's, it's a cool looking game. Yeah, it's it's kind of up there with God of War Ragnarok on the level of like fucking gorgeous. It might be beyond God of War Ragnarok. If it the, didn't have that that thing where everything becomes thing, yeah. goo, yeah, yeah, it would be up there. You know, people were talking earlier today about like what a PS5 Pro could even offer that would be meaningful and final genuinely this isn't a joke i'm not punching down final fantasy 16 made me realize that if amd just engineered some solution that used bespoke hardware to do temporal a just like nvidia does with dlss and that was one of the only primary differences in the ps5 pro i'd be like yeah I'd buy that day one like fucking just make these games look better please <laughs> oh yeah another thing is they added a bunch more customization stuff because you can already like you could already give them different ponchos and stuff in the first game, but now you can. Now you have like a jacket and an undershirt to replace. You get a bunch of different hairstyles, a bunch of different beard styles. You can turn the beard off immediately, which I did because oh my god, that beard is terrible. What? How could you do <laughs> yeah, that? Real bad. <laughs> How could you do this to me? You can get the handlebar mustache, okay? Yes. And you can do that. Nice. Yeah, and you should. <laughs> I don't think you're role playing Cal lightsaber correctly. <laughs> It is set like a few years after the first game and everyone like the crew is disbanded and Cal's just out on his own. Like he's built up his own crew of like rebels to go fight the Empire. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this kind of sucks. It feels like we're not doing anything. And it's kind of a get the band back together story. It feels that makes the mustache work even yes. better. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm explaining. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I should yeah. just give him the mullet and right. the mustache. You should. We, we need to get the barbershop quartet back together. <laughs> And then at the final act, you can shave it. <laughs> <laughs> now shit's real serious. Oh, my God. Um, they added a lot, much more customization for BD, the little robot. Yeah. Uh, so you can actually, like, get lots of different... Like, you get change out his eyepieces, his earpieces, his, his whole legs. body and his legs yeah. all separately. And it has a really cute animation for... it. Like, he's sitting here. The part, new part's over here. And it, like, shoves into him and bounces out. Yeah, executive it's, ball clicker. Yeah, it's really good. For fucking parts. Nice. It is pretty cool. And they they fully, fully customize your lightsaber. Like you get pieces for every single piece. And all this is not stat based. So you can just do what you think looks cool. Bitching. Um, you you played through one. Uh -huh. You played through Fallen Order. Uh, we have someone asking, would you say beating the first one was worth it? Uh, Bob and I are gonna have radically different answers. I feel like. I like the first one a lot. So I say beating it's absolutely worth it. Uh, I, I would say uh, no, don't touch that game. It's secretly the worst part. It's breaks it Dark Souls brain rot in a disc. <laughs> they they yeah, do how, have a thing at the beginning the of this. Element. How much is what? How much are how are how are we on the Souls the elements in this, Bob? Like how much does it feel like that? It feels way less. Like I said, the checkpoints are pretty frequent and you have like quick get backs to everything. So, so wait. You're telling me these motherfuckers listened to our spoiler cast? They went, that damn guy's right. <laughs> we yeah. didn't realize how someone who hadn't been playing a terminal about a Dark Souls would view this game. Yeah, you, they still do the thing where it's like you lose, like, you build up point or the skill, the experience point, And if you mm. get a whole level with it, it gets you a skill point. Oh. So you don't lose that skill point if you die. You only lose experience if you die. Hmm. Oh, so okay. You, and then if you go, like, you just need to attack the enemy who, who killed you last time, or if it's a boss, they'll just put it in the ground somewhere to grab. Okay. Um, and it also gives you a heal when you grab it, too. So you can hmm. use that, like, as a 
Okay, I'm wind. fighting. You're right. You can fight yeah. the boss, and I'm going to grab that while doing it. Uh, so it it feels way like Dark Souls in, and it was already Sekiro like, where it's a bunch of like time blocks and stuff to do the combat. So it keeps it maintains that. Um, but, yeah, but it's I, bad, and I shouldn't play it. <laughs> is what I need you to say. Yeah, Dan, don't play it. It's, <sighs> it's bad. It definitely isn't going on my game of the year list. It's definitely not just right below RE4 right now or anything. (laughs) But I'm a Star Wars fan, so whatever, right? Yeah, but you know how I constantly say Star Wars is a beautiful universe to make your games in because there's so much potential and really cool shit. Right. Fuck. Circuit Breaker comes out in six days. This Game Boy Color Mega Man like thing on PC. Oh yeah, Gravity yeah. Circuit, not Gravity Circuit. Oh, it's like, not a thing. What are we talking about? <laughs> Bob Pen Smasher comes out for days. <laughs> I don't know why I'm never gonna remember the name Gravity Circuit because that know. doesn't make any fucking sense. Does Maybe it I'll sounds play like an F Zero game that never yeah, happened. It does. Uh, what, how far did you get an F Zero? Oh, I always crash on Gravity Circuit. I'm like fucking. I was surprised it's a T-rated game, but like a decapitation happens just this far off screen in the first hour. <laughs> the camera, it's like, it's like a Mel Brooks film. The camera just. <laughs> yeah, but stormtroopers look like robots and it's a lightsaber, so it's fine. It's, it's fine. It wasn't a stormtrooper. It was a, it was a boss character. Oh, shit. oh shit. Yeah. Was it the old guy from the first game? No, he has not made his return yet. <laughs> he hasn't rised yet. He hasn't risen. Somehow, the old man from the first game. Yeah. And he's Buffett. <laughs> they, they did introduce a new really cool like villain. I was pretty surprised by. It was like, yeah, this, this ancient Jedi is now turned Sith and still alive somehow. Bob, like, that's pretty cool. I'm going to need you to get through this game fast because if that old man comes back, that is our game of the year bit. <laughs> We're just cutting to aggro in a group of fucking Star Wars cosplayers in the middle of the forest. We don't know how, but somehow, buff grandpa from the first game is back. And then it's just us. Yo. What, is he going to show that he's even more insane by taking off his pants in this one? (laughs) I mean, that's that's the pre-boss fight animation that asserts dominance over the place. It it gets so fucking crazy, it just starts playing Yu Yu Hakusho Dark Tournament music. I can't remember. Did he die? I'm, I think we owned him and threw him in a volcano, but I'm right? not sure. I, it's yeah, I, don't, I'm, but I feel like it was pretty clear he died. I think he like sank into the earth. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. They also introduced new stances because you have the you got the the dual wielding and the uh, two twin saber like Darth Maul has. Mm in the first game and like i said you get those back really quick but then it introduces um a blaster style where you have the lightsaber and the blaster at once (laughs) you become space cowboy (laughs) yes um that that seems pretty cool and they have a thing of like to charge up the blaster shots you kill guys with the lightsaber and i'm like oh Oh. and you also i found a a shop i need to leave the room literally is like give you different charge shots for the blaster i'm done i'm not listening to this. So, so like 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 you said stances and i immediately started thinking like oh are we talking about the expanded universe like sarlacc style and hot style and <laughs> like all the official bullshit no they don't do that they just do these different forms of the saber 
Nice. And the the final one that I got was uh, it makes into Kylo Ren's lightsaber where it's at the two, the side guards. And he used it like like in a super heavy stance, kind of like Darth Vader. Oh yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. God damn it! But yeah, it's it's really good. I've been enjoying it a lot. They also added a not just the Yoshi mount, but there's also like sometimes in the environment there'll be these winged dudes that you can grab on, use as a glider, and that's been fun. Nice. Uh, and it, it seems like there will be multiple different mounts that like I've already ran into. A second kind of like mount for the second world I went to. I was like, oh, this is neat. Can't wait to try and fit this in at the end of the year. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, at least Bob bought a physical copy. <laughs> That's true. I can loan it to people. That's the great thing about fucking that I just remembered Xenoblade 3 DLCs waiting for me. <laughs> people keep telling me, don't worry about Fire Emblem. It's it's all right, but it's like a spinoff sort of feeling. And I'm like, oh, so Octopath? And they're like, yeah, just go on to that 80-hour RPG. And That's like, all. Oh, my God. Really good. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think that's all I, can, I should say about Jedi Survivor. It's, it's been really cool. It's been really cool. Oh, hey. I forgot to ask you, Bob, before we started the podcast, and I'll ask now because whatever, it'll stir interest in the audience. Did you watch the uh, anime opening for Silent Hope? I did not. Okay. I meant to, but I didn't. For, didn't. Pe- for people who don't know what game we're talking about, Silent Hope is that game made by the Harvest Moon developers that are, as in Story of Season developers, where the entire cast of the game is cursed to be silent JRPG protagonists and only the princess from Insider Crystal Tear can communicate with them. They have an anime opening. It's pretty good. They're like, look at this cool shit. Food, food, <laughs> cooking. And I'm like, yes. And then they show a Harvest Moon Chicken. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, did you have any other games you wanted to talk about, Mom? No, that was it. I, I fully that a lot. Hey, I <laughs> I was just finishing up the rest of the stuff I need to do in 16. Oh, right. I tried Final Fantasy mode. Oh, you tried Final Fantasy mode? Yeah, because that unlocks after you beat the game. That's the one that makes it turn-based, right? No. Oh. That's the one that makes it harder for some reason. Mm. I don't know why it does that. That's a really weird thing to call like, that mode. Right. Because it, it Final does Fantasy the same thing is as not God Dark Souls. Right. It does the God same thing as God of War. It was like God of War mode. Yeah, because God of War is a hard action game. Final Fantasy is not a hard action well, game. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, God of War mode. It's called God of War mode because you're supposed to be a god of war and thus that be very too, proficient at works, the combat. Right, it works two ways there. It so, really... Uh, I'm assuming Final Fantasy mode just makes all the bosses give you every status effect every time they hit you. Actually, <laughs> Final Fantasy mode just makes the game end. <laughs> um, it, it just adds more enemies to older levels and raises all the, level, all the enemy levels up to like where you are in the end game, which is like 40s. Um, so it... Really wasn't anything spectacular. <laughs> it was like I, I don't know what you, game you thought you made, but it is not a repayable one. Absolutely not. Clive just goes, "Said you are the funniest man I have ever known. You are such a good friend." <laughs> then it rolls credits. I guess that was it. That was the final one. Okay, <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> that's the game. Uh, aggro. Mm. What's up? How's it going? You how, playing you anything? Is it? <laughs> You you want a you want a real update? No, it's like a fatic podcast thing. Like, hey, how's hey, it going? Hey, by hey, a round dude. of applause, hey, how dude. are you doing? How, how, how are you how are you doing tonight? How you doing tonight? How make sure to, make sure to put some clap emojis in the comment section to let us know how you're doing. 
You play anything other than Final Fantasy 16? Do, 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 do. No, like I just, I remembered I meant to like buy Bolt Gun and play it this week, but then I didn't. Oh. So no. Oh. oh yeah, it's on sale for the summer sale, isn't it? No. Oh. I mean, almost all of Steam is. Oh wait, did it come to console? I think it did. Oh. So okay. I, I just I realized your PC was out of commission. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's uh, yeah, here in the room and I everything. still have to. What game were we talking about? We were talking about some game and I'm like, you can um, PC or console. He's just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The reason you're here. Right. You're broken ass PC. <laughs> uh, Chris. Uh, so I, pl- I streamed Blaster Master Zero 1 and 2. Ooh. Uh, Blaster Master Zero One is a really sober version of Blaster Master One. Yes. Hmm. Blaster Master One is not a game I would recommend anybody play. I would recommend you play Blaster Master Zero instead because that's the version of a game that the game that it feels like anybody could actually beat. (laughs) Uh, So what they did, what Inti did, was they like fused all of the story from the different versions of Blaster Master 1, because there's a lot of different versions. Like in in Japan, it's called yeah. like Metal Attacker Meta Fight or some shit like that. That's pretty close. I think the word bio is in there somewhere, but... <laughs> is there a real now bio? I to, now I have to look at what it's called. What was it originally fucking called? It won't fucking tell me on the Wikipedia page because it's evil. Yeah, that's how you know. Super Planetary War Chronicle Meta Fight. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and yet somehow the game named that didn't sell. That game uh, did not sell in Japan. America yeah, saved that game. Uh, and the plot in there is like the, there's a robot girl and the tank is called Metal Attacker and it's to fight all the mutants. And it's an entirely different story than the American version, which is dipshit kid who is supposed to be you game player chases his pet frog down a hole and finds an underground civilization and a tank. And he's like, I guess I have to kill everyone who has ever lived to get my frog back. <laughs> There's only one thing to do. There's only I mean, one option. I'm really cornered here. When all, when all you have is a tank, all of your problems look like potential war crimes. That's true. So it kind of combines those elements. Um... It's really funny that uh, the the best weapon, because the way this works is you get a, your your gun gets, it, it's like fucking, it's like fucking uh, Fester's Quest, where you, your, your gun gets better as you pick up power, power-ups, and if you take damage, the gun gets worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not uh, they, in, in this, in Zero, they give you an upgrade that's a shield that will soak one hit and you won't lose power and it recharges every couple seconds. So that helps a lot. Uh, it also lets you switch between the different weapons, which I do not believe the first one did because it was a fucking NES game. So you can pick what shot type you want. Uh, and if you have the best shot type, the bosses melt in like five seconds. It's really funny. To, to the extent that the extra final boss they added that you fight in the... in Because the, there's there's the tank gameplay and the ground gameplay. Like on, you're on foot with a gun and, and it's like Zelda style. The boss, the final boss of that type of gameplay is new in Zero, and they made it immune to the best weapon. Because <laughs> they're like, no, we don't want you to instantly fucking eviscerate this guy. 
we need you to try a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. You have to uh, get every single thing in the game to get the true ending, which isn't that big a deal unless you miss something. And then it is a big deal because you have to, uh, <laughs> you have to, try. to the entire fucking game to get it because because <laughs> yeah. this game is not it's, it's not it, it's it's not a Metroidvania. There's no interconnectivity. Oh, and there's yeah. no warp points. No. No, there's Ooh. no warp points. You're Ooh. driving the whole way back to Florida because your son it's forgot not, his game gear. It, it's not as bad because the game actually, it starts at point A and then it extends out in one direction, three levels, and then it extends out in the other direction for three levels. So you're not half, you, there's, unless you critically fuck up, you shouldn't have to backpack, backtrack through the entire game twice. Guess what I did? which still didn't take very long because they they give you enough mobility options that you can fly through the uh the levels they smartly were like if you have the power up from this level there's an alternate route that doesn't take nearly as long that's good that's almost a uh, like loop back uh but i liked it uh, I also liked Blaster Master Zero 2, a game which I really slagged on when I played it and talked about it on Big Thing Dimension when it came out. I don't fucking know what was wrong with me that day. I must have been <laughs> in a really bad mindset because that game is fucking fine. Actually, I know exactly what was wrong with me. They get to the part, they get to a part of the game where, the, where this fucking bitch with a flower pot for a head and, and gigantic boobs that are watermelons is like, bring me three fruit. <sighs> Uh, to get this fruit, you need a power-up. I'm not going to tell you where this is, and the entire gimmick of this level is that we're trolling you. Because there are there are enemies that just look like power-ups until you get close to them, and then they start attacking you. And there's even there's even enemies that are disguised as save points. Mm. Mm. And at the time, mm. one of those killed me, and it just made me so fucking butthurt that I dropped the game and was like, this game is fucking terrible. Fuck them. What? Fuck them for making this game. <laughs> it is like but, uh, fucked up on a on a inhuman level. <laughs> but this time I um, but this time I I just I persisted and it, it was a pretty fine game. It's structured much more sanely. It's not all one big maze. You go to different planets, which are like Metroidvania style areas, like one area, and you find maps that that uh, create planetoids around that those planets that you can then um, do little platforming or puzzle challenges to get power-ups. Uh, something I didn't fucking know until people told me on stream is that all the other characters, like, because they're, you, meet, you meet the pilots of these other tanks. All of them are based on other Sunsoft games. Uh, with one of them being the main character of Icky, one of the worst NES games of all time. Uh, which is like Icky is a game about a farmer doing a farmer's rebellion in Japan. It's considered as bad as Atlantis Nonazo. Yeah. But the main character is there as one of the fucking pilots in Blaster Master Zero 2. Isn't that like the they, game they, they did a remake of that has an online multiplayer that did a Steam like beta yes. last year? Yes. yes. Why'd they do that? Because they're Sunsoft and Sunsoft Man memetic, cannot be It has stopped. memetic. Um, <laughs> yeah, it has memetic appeal i guess yeah it's uh let's see there's the the watermelon boobs girl is not from a game but one of the because every tank has a pilot an assistant android and like a command animal which is like their their little mascot like the main characters is, is a frog <laughs> a commandable the, if you will 
I won't. So the though. animal, the animal with the plant girl is from the Sunsoft game Trip World, and uh, I think the android for the third guy is basically a design from Waku Waku Seven. I forget if she's specifically a character. Man, Waku Waku Seven sure is cool. It's a hell Waku of a Waku game. Waku Waku Seven is cool. It's probably it's probably like Sunsoft's best fucking game. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the robot girl Tesse, but they like fused her with a jellyfish, and that's mm, well, why they that, do? that's mm. the command droid. That's because well, they didn't want to use the exact same design. I um, there's an audience for that. Actually, <laughs> I thought about it for ten seconds, and I realized no, Waka Waka Seven isn't the best uh, Sunsoft game because there's that Batman game. <laughs> And every and boomers love uh, that, but every retro <laughs> YouTuber has taught me that that Batman NES game from Sunsoft is one of the best video games ever made. It's really not. It's pretty good for the NES, though. It's pretty stunning in a few different ways, but uh, no, you're wrong, Chris. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the retro gaming YouTubers on this one. I'm gonna trust them. Okay. I don't recommend that, but you can do what you like. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, like its mechanics are fine. It adds a sane amount of mechanics. Like it gives you a counter system that is really useful in some cases and fun. Because you get like you get an ability that yeah you throw out a big ball around you that uh like wololo converts enemy projectiles into your projectiles and throws them back at them. Mm. And that's really useful for a couple boss fights. Uh. You also, to get the true ending, you all only have to do three little side quests. Hmm. Because each, each, time, each time you meet one of these other teams, after you finish their part in the story, you can talk to them and they're like, can you, can you do this, this, thing, this thing to help me out? And then if you do it, they're like, thanks, here's this plot item and you need all three plot items to, <laughs> to get the true ending. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really liked it and I'm excited to play three. I, I might leave this being like, yeah, Blaster Master Zero is into Korea's best franchise by a lot. <laughs> I mean, they already have two good games in it, apparently, which puts it above a lot of their franchises. It also puts it yeah. above most of Blaster Master as a franchise. Yeah, yeah, my understanding is they, like, bring every single Blaster Master thing into the Zero continuity. Like, they, they use the whole animal. Mm. Yeah, that's smart, because a lot of those games in and of themselves aren't ideal uh, i played one other thing other than blaster master zero one and two what was that i played slayers x terminal aftermath vengeance of the slayer now i need i aggro i need you to picture a person for me okay i'm, I'm gonna start with lena inverse and we'll go no, no, i'm there. gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you the person <laughs> oh, you oh okay uh, gotcha. damn. <laughs> imagine a 15 year old in 1999 okay they live in Idaho. All right. They they love Limp Biscuit, Significant Other, The Cool S, Duke Nukem 3D, Hackers, The Matrix, and shooting guys with two guns and then saying a cool thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They hate their mom's boyfriend. Absolutely. Now imagine that person grew up and became 38 and didn't change as a person at all and then made a game. This is that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that just followed naturally. It was unbelievable how <laughs> smooth of a transition that last part was. Fantastic. Oh, this is uh, it is a retro style FPS 
that is also that is primarily an amazing character study of this fictional person who the developer role plays as on Twitter and never ever breaks kayfabe ever. Yes. <laughs> of course. You can literally find secrets in the game of like, oh God, my friend, my best friend from high school remembered that I said I would help him make this and is now forcing me to help him make this fucking game. <laughs> All of this is from his fucking high school notebook. What the hell is an X Slayer? <laughs> so you run around, you have to kill the evil psycho syndicate cool. who is led by a thinly veiled caricature of, of the guy's, uh, the guy, the person dating his mom. <laughs> of course. Uh, you, you, you do this by becoming the ultimate X Slayer who uses a power called hack blood to do very poorly defined, but cool things. <laughs> and he shoots two guns and then says says epic one-liners and has a sword that has a blade shaped like the cool s oh my god that's awful this looks amazing <laughs> the part that's killing me about this game is on top of everything chris is saying it is worth noting the title is slayers x colon terminal aftermath colon vengance misspelled mm -hmm. intentionally yes, of, the slayer. of the slayer fuck off <laughs> the subtitles in the game regularly have misspellings uh so do the steam achievements <laughs> of course because they're all written in character uh <laughs> several words are just spelt wrong like always in the same way. <laughs> oh my god. It it is incredible. Uh it's only like three and a half hours long if you only play through it once. That's why it's sixteen dollars even off sale. Mm -hmm. But I highly recommend it just as an unbelievable thing that exists. Yeah. I like we I'm watching the trailer games. right now. It's bending my brain. We, we need more games that are like, what if this very specific person made their dream project successfully. <laughs> it, <sighs> you, the, you, it, <laughs> there's just stuff like, yeah, the, the person, the person who voices the, the one girl character clearly doesn't want to be there and is doing the flattest, most pathetic reads possible. <laughs> and is like obviously reading off a sheet of paper. That's really good. It, it, it's immaculate, but but those are the, those are the things I played. Uh, that's that's all you played. Hmm. Well, I guess that means it's time for the Pod Lords. Fuck. What was that? What? What was that? I I said, oh oh truck. Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate this house it's like a prison <laughs> I'm gonna make a video game <laughs> you're not trapped in here with me <laughs> I'm trapped in here with you holy shit that's like top 10 worst stepdad things to yell <laughs> <laughs> let's see if we can transition this successfully this week no. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it work, Dan? <laughs> oh, hey, the pod <laughs> Yes, that's right. It's the pod lords. Pod lords such as, and I'm sh 
wondering how many of you haven't noticed this happening the entire time for years now. BN12 has worked his way up all the way from the bottom. Damn, that that's motherfucker insane. has been working his way up for like two years straight. And this was the week he overtook you, Libras. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's crazy. Up. Climbed the fucking mountain. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, any day now, a BN12 will just stop and this will be sane. <laughs> Ely Broyles. I don't even know how to how to say that name second. <laughs> I just mm. been too long. I asked how to hydrate Excel Gore on the official Pokemon forums. <laughs> that is not how you were intended to use those. <laughs> and yet it is how everyone is using it. Red Blaze 27. Suzushiro, Rado, What Are One Shades of Wonderful Remastered, WTF Spider Man, Mr. I Like Spam. There we go. I did not expect the word Suicide Squad and Isekai to be used in the same sentence oh. and to be done by a rather respectable anime. Just, cut it off. just uh. put it in my trash hole. Uh, Please don't tell me which hole that is. They're all my trash hole. DFW3K. Muckbun. Shiny Mew. Kristen. Kyle Bor Bjork. So, how we doing? Ugh. <laughs> Better than that guy. Ugh. <laughs> Monster Hunter Rising and Raiden. Hey Dan, the last Clockwinder is a is secretly a VR automation game disguised as a puzzle game. Yeah, I'm so, trying uh, to make Dan develop a condition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is very good. It will make a really great game to play as I discover a horrible condition. <laughs> Cooper Tank. So mysteriful. Moon Muse Entertainment Studio. Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast. Heading to LA for a week. That was all one word. That was all one name. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, cool. Hope you're still enjoying it. I feel like it's been longer than a week. Do we need to put out like a <laughs> APB or whatever? Gaijin. War criminal. Oh, by the way, Egads <laughs> invented the virtual boy. He did that. He, it was a real flop. I don't know what he was thinking with this it's, one. It's great. They name it the virtual boo. Boo. That's really funny. That's really good. <laughs> Even a raccoon could manage Twitter better than whatever the hell Elon is doing to it. Drew. Shinji16 would like to remind you that this image contains public information. You should be to good use. The Super Mim! Do I really look like a guy with a plan? Uh, has that not been done before? I know, <laughs> like this is good netted, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, is, is, this the, is this the Isekai Joker from that anime they know? <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't go with that version. <laughs> I hate this. 
<laughs> I hate this a lot. Saraline. Timothy Fister watched Victory Gundam, the Batman Beyond of the Universal Century. I'm hyped. Huh. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Yeah. Dude, that new Asherah's Wrath game is awesome. <laughs> I told you, Bob. <laughs> Pleochrome. Crungle Spum. It's been a pretty hard week mentally, but I found a photo of my dog who passed and hopefully it can bring some joy. This is an adorable doggo. Mm. Please accept this party sub platter as my formal apology for unleashing Jin Karik upon, this, <laughs> upon the masses. Well, I guess I'll take it. I don't know, platonically ideal sandwiches seem like small recompense. I can't eat JPEGs, Podlord. <laughs> I can. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. VTubers have that power. That's pretty yeah. powerful. It all makes sense. Nectar, the bravest Moogle, needs Clive to defeat the five-day work week so Nectar can play more of his backlog. Truth. Yoko Taro lost his Emil mask in Los Angeles, so here's what he wore instead at Anime Expo 2023. God, yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. It's horrifying. I, I it's almost certain somebody fucking stole it, because who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't because I'm a normal human being, but obviously if you leave that mask unattended for one second, somebody's going to take it. Yeah, absolutely. To 24 years and Anime Expo tuning the stream out before the announcement, but we finally fucking won, Tsukihimates! <laughs> I, I love Tsukihimates. That's, that's fucking stellar. Yeah. I can't and wait to get pilled. <laughs> I can't wait to get filled. <laughs> and dog. Thank Ooh. you very much to our dog lords. Look at him. Thank, Thank you, you dog, dog lords. lords. Thank you, dog lords. Uh, and if you'd like to become a dog lord, uh, uh, go to your local pound and pick up pick up a pound puppy. Just Hell it. yeah! They, they need it. They need love too. Uh, but you can also, if you want to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two anime review podcasts. We're going to review uh, some amount of Bleach every month <laughs> and a Pokemon movie every month. You get early access to those. You also get extended content from other shows when indeed such things exist to be given to you. And you also get a patron-exclusive show and other content uh, including a fucking movie. You get a movie called Isolation 119. It is a movie about a man who takes a trip to Thailand uh, to solve the injuring of his brother who was injured by a ghost, I guess? Question mark? It, it's really unclear if this if there's a really a ghost or if this family is just genetically insane in the exact same way. Uh, yeah, you also get a bunch of commentary tracks, uh, like one for Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, you can enjoy the parts where we have to endure the part where he goes, laundry day, see you there every week. I sniff your hair, which is pretty Wait. fucking weird, right? <laughs> like, it's just weird Joss Whedon wrote that, but you can get a commentary track if you, uh, if you want that. Uh, and if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to tell your friends, rate us on Thursdays before Twitch removes that feature like they remove every feature. Rate us on your podcasting app of choice. 
or like the video on YouTube if you're listening that way. Uh, that's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Thank you. And uh, that that Dr. Horrible commentary track's one of my favorite commentary tracks we've made in a while. Yeah, I it's short high, but sweet. I highly <laughs> recommend that if you're willing. But we've got news. Here's some news. That gimmick re-release is out. <laughs> Did you see they accidentally charged it $6 more on PlayStation? No, what? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're trying to fix it. Yo, we're doing a Forspoken and Taunt as We Trust discussion. What the fuck? What? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, now we're, now we're back at the color blue. Can yeah. we get back to... Hey, there we go. Uh, but yeah, gimmick. That's out on PS4 and uh, Nintendo Switch. And I know you're thinking, audience gimmick what the hell's gimmick uh that really catchy song you just heard turns out it's from one of the best uh 2d platformers on the nes that hates children and doesn't want anyone to see the true ending so much so that the trailer for this re-release ends with can you see the true ending which is like one of those bullshit rhetorical answers (laughs) did you find everything you were looking for like you're gonna be like, no, can you help me find a thing? And the cashier's gonna be like, okay, shut it all down. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, but yeah, anyways, that's out. Uh, I plan on checking that out at some point. Under the news, though. Uh, let's start with aggro. I like aggro's news. Uh, so as you may have heard from a completely legitimate podcast uh, <laughs> earlier in the afternoon, you can now turn off motion blur on Final Fantasy 16. Oh shit. You can I, I, also turn it down a lot if you only want it down some because it defaults to level five and you can take it down all the way to zero if you want. So mm. it's tunable. Yeah, they put mm. in yes, a slider. Tunable. Huh. They also put in like some alternate control schemes. So like you can you can't remap the buttons, but you can pick the one that has dodge on circle. Yeah, it is weird that that's the best they can do. <laughs> That's the best they did. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... This is the best. This is the most I could do. It's the most you could did. <laughs> is, is dodging on R1 that, that big a problem? Do people hate that? I, I thought I, it was fine. I've I, seen a number of people don't love it. I, I was fine, but yeah. I, there are definitely things I'd like to be able to switch up more. Like, I went with Control Scheme C because I don't like having Triangle be the magic button because I have to hit it yes, right out the square every I time. Changed it. I changed it over to L1. They use the Control Scheme that moves it to L1. Huh. Mm. But yeah, there's lots of different things. They're like, this could be optimized in a better way I can think of, but... Yeah, just put fucking square and triangle on L1 and R1. I'll pretend I'm playing Amplitude because I'm just doing this <laughs> nonstop. Oh, Does yeah. it play a song? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play, like, fucking uh, some... Oh, uh, was it Rum DMC? They had that really good Rum DMC remix mm-hmm. on there. That was good. Yeah, we'll do that. That joke is shippable. Hey, Agro, yep. what's the next news? Uh, in the continuing saga of the successor console to the Switch, very, very slowly being ripped into reality from behind, <laughs> like, the tulpa wall of Nintendo's denial of its existence. Um, the Nintendo Developer Portal, their developer support website, mm-hmm. recently updated with a, a tab on their, their console list that includes the NX2 with a little Joy-Con symbol. What could it mean? I've heard from every Nintendo Switch fanboy that they will never make a Nintendo Switch 2. Because for some reason, they just don't want that to happen out out of spite for a thing I don't understand in the least. Man, I know we've said it a lot. 
We've said it a lot over the last month. We've said it more over the last month than we've ever said it before. If you took all of human history and added it up to the beginning of the last <laughs> month, and every time we said, man, once Nintendo gets remotely modern hardware, they're fucked. We certainly said it more in the last month than we've ever said it before. But man, once Nintendo gets remotely modern hardware, everyone else <laughs> yeah, they is don't even They don't even have to update their visual, their games on a fidelity level. Just higher res run better. Yeah. You will, you will, people will see fucking Super Mario Odyssey 2 at even just 1080p and, and 16 and be like, I never have to play a Sony game ever again. Like, yeah. that'll be the thing that directly causes in their brain. Sony is not fucking prepared. They've been fucking, ha they've had the fucking fighting glass Joe for the past fucking 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then Nintendo's gonna fucking show up like Mr. Sandman. It's gonna be over. Right? <laughs> like, we, we invented the Wii and went to train on a mountaintop for 15 years. And we're gonna come back down into the console wars. It's gonna be so fucking funny. But, like, the thing is, so, like, we're getting a, a more powerful Switch. No, 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 no. But that's my favorite part. Though. It's, it's, it's Nintendo. Mm -hmm. So the closer we get, the more I start to wonder what incredibly insane baked in hardware feature is going to take at least 10 months to stop looking like a terrible idea. I, I don't think there's going to be anything this time. No joysticks, roller balls. Like they took, they've, they've taken oh. such a beating on every attempt they've had to be quirky since the Wii. Like, and now that backwards compatibility is such a big thing in the industry. Oh, true. That you could, that you could conceivably be sued for. I feel like nobody wants to fucking test that yet. No, like nobody wants to be the person to test it and lose. Cause that's apocalyptic. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're just going to be like, uh, it's, it's the Switch 2. Maybe it has some small feature related to the touchscreen or the most the things in the Joy-Cons. Otherwise, it's just the fucking same thing. We have the back touch panel from the Vita. No! It's going to work this time because we're Nintendo. Anything else, please. <laughs> Sweet mother of God. I love that I'm the only, like, I'm one of two or three humans on the planet who has positive feelings about that touchpad because I played Tearaway on the console it was supposed to be on, the Vita. Look, in theory, in a vacuum, back touch, fine. In reality, back touch means nothing ever going to be able to run these games. Mm-hmm. I, like, I liked that in the, uh, I liked in the Vita ports of the Atelier games, you could tap the back touch screen and it would make the protagonist fucking fall down. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just That's tap brilliant. and she's like, Ugh, and falls onto her ass. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like an anime girl Pratt fall. Yeah. It's really good. Beautiful. Never mind. I'm coming around on the back touch. <laughs> <laughs> this is good shit. Uh, in other news, the developer of Gollum, Datalik Entertainment, went... Never again. <laughs> they will continue publishing games, but they have canceled the Lord of the Rings game they were working on and just went, nope. <laughs> it turns out we weren't cooking anything. <laughs> it's one of the most graceful bow outs I've ever seen. Like they're just standing in their driveway looking at it going, whoo, that was a mistake. <laughs> Get the hose. This is the weirdest version of that game that's announced as the important next-gen game way too early. Because most of the time, it's the studio is a crater in the ground. They're just Yamcha. Uh-huh. This time, it's the studio is going to keep making money by publishing. 
they're just they realize they can't make a game in house. It's weird they it's weird they just like yeah we're just gonna stop developing because they developed normal scale games before this like they could go back to making point and clicks like they had they done could up but they're good point. they're done <laughs> they hit the peak with Gollum obvious creatively <laughs> it's, it's they're weird. exhausted <laughs> like I, I really have to know what goes on in a company because. I feel like the moment this was announced, because it was announced while we were doing Big Think Dimension, I'm pretty sure all of us went, who fucking wants a Gollum game? And then every time we saw it, it was like, this looks like it's on fire. And then it developed for four fucking years and they shipped it. Like, how does that happen at a studio? It was so funny, though, because the second they announced it, I'm positive Bob and I were like, that's it. It's like a horseman of the apocalypse. <laughs> We just went, that's a horseman. Mm -hmm. That It's like one of those things necessary with next gen where it's just like, hey, new consoles are coming. They're going to be so strong. Here's the important game. And we're like, right. nope. You're just looking at it, but really you're looking past it and seeing Lair. Is there, is yes. there <laughs> other examples of the like, we announced our next gen game really early. Uh-oh, we couldn't <laughs> make one and then they die. So let me tell you about a game called Haze. I don't want to talk about Hayes, actually. Um, yeah, I heard just brought up Layer. That's another pretty keen example. Yeah, they're both that. Did Level 5 live through that? No. No? no, no it was Factor 5. Oh, Factor 5. Yeah, they died. They exploded. So did Free Radical. Yep. The piss was too strong. <laughs> I told them, don't drink heavily of the piss. <laughs> but they drank it. too greedily and too deep. <laughs> <laughs> news that is not piss related oh actually i don't know what they get up to in metaverse horizon world <laughs> oh no uh, they don't have legs details came out from the guardian that horizon worlds had an annual annual income of 470 dollars <laughs> it's just as bad as everyone assumed no that's not even annual that's globally revenue globally <laughs> 470 dollars no shit like all this this <laughs> this pulls away the fucking mask of all this shit like the point is not to make money the point is for me to sell the rich people that this thing is the future then escape before they realize i trapped them inside a burning building so here's the thing for defunct land or whatever not defunct like you got me saying it. <sighs> i'm sorry decentraland i absolutely believe that for, for Facebook, I genuinely believe that Mark Zuckerberg, being the giant fucking nerd who's out of touch with normal humans that he is, tried VR and was like, oh, shit, I want to live in the Matrix. What if we made the Matrix and everyone could live in these VR worlds? And then we could all have currency and jobs and exchange money. Oh, my God. And we could be the first people there. And at no point did he think none of that's feasible. <laughs> you fucking dipshit. Yeah, when he renames his whole company, I feel like he is committed to the bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, like too much for it to be any, be anything other it's, than it's, actual real commitment, right? Like, and there was genuine commitment there. They got a number of studios. They spent a lot of money on R and D. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and you know they made some innovations in that space that are nice and appreciated by other people in it uh i wish sony would pick up on the fucking use normal batteries in the controllers instead of these rechargeable things it's becoming such a hassle it is really hard when you play vr games nine hours a day every day and develop dan syndrome <laughs> it, it wasn't until it came out of my mouth that i realized how close it was to down syndrome and like now it's too real <laughs> now it's too real no 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 um I think, yeah, you can't pivot away naming your fucking company meta and then just go, uh, psych. <laughs> like, your valuation's not gonna... This doesn't work. Don't worry. Threads will all turn it around. Oh, well, oh we've gotten word that you cannot use threads in the European Union because it steals all your fucking data. Yeah, yep. about the fact. I'm not sure. I didn't bring this up with any of you before this. Did you see the photo he posted on threads? The photo Mark Zuckerberg himself posted on threads. Was no. it him holding a katana? He censored his children's faces. Yep. He put emojis over his children's faces because he didn't want it uploaded to his own service. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, people are, people are already being like, yeah, um, I do sex work. Uh, under an assumed name, Meta found my real name and just put it on all my shit, and will not. And you cannot take it down or do anything about it at all. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. I, I, I've been flabbergasted by the amount of people I follow on Twitter who are like, "Yeah, I've been set up with Threads," and I'm like, "Why? Why? <laughs> right? I, I've been I using... jumped into the volcano. What was your why? Had was there done this? The volcano we all agreed for at least 13 years now should not be jumped into. No, no, he that 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 guy, he opened a second volcano. Oh, that's this is still a, good one. a volcano. <laughs> also, questions, how did he open a volcano? <laughs> he just put up a partition on part of the volcano. Oh god. There are two now. It's a hot spring, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that spring's really hot, yo. I'm standing at, at the foot of the mountain like, I know it's a volcano up there, but he said it's a hot spring. <laughs> And I don't think there's going to be a Kataro Kataro in there. <laughs> no. But can I take the chance that there might be? <laughs> like, is it zero? So, so anyway, for the people who are like, well, you guys are haters. It could be a good service. Let me do the quick rundown. Threads doesn't allow not safe for work stuff. Uh, Threads doesn't let you chronologically order posts to read through them. Threads doesn't have a way to only look at people you follow. What? They're literally just Facebooking it again. Yeah, it's what? only a matter of time. Your threads, it's attached at the hip to your Instagram thing. You can deactivate it and just use Instagram. But if you want it gone, you have to delete your Instagram account. Yeah. What? Uh huh. Mm hmm. So what? it is literally just Facebook again. That's horrible. Uh, like even more so than I thought. We made a Facebook like very early on in Gigaboots and right. just immediately figured out, oh, they're holding our our, our fan base hostage. Mm -hmm. I will never speak of our Facebook again. Because, yeah, they, they wanted like tons of money to be like, we'll show you a certain percentage of your followers this thing if you pay us. And I'm like, or I'll just not develop a fandom here. Like, what the fuck do you think I'm going to do? You're insane. Also, they did that video scam, if you recall, a while back. Yeah, where, where they, they destroyed internet comedy for an entire generation. Thanks, guys. Really glad you lied about the metrics. Uh, so, yeah. Why the fuck are you people signing up for threads? Literally anything else would get less, like, scorn and weird ire for me. 
Because it Hive? Cute. <laughs> Go right ahead. Co-host? Sure. Why not? Mastodon? Yeah, is actually pretty solid. I'm sorry. I only have a high school degree. <laughs> I can't set up a Mastodon. Well, what the well, heck was Mastodon. that thing that, you, that, that Jeff Gertzman tweeted? Oh, you mean Space Hay or because whatever? Because like, obviously MySpace. I'm yeah. like, sure. The funniest part is the web designer behind that website was too young to use MySpace back in its heyday. So he it just, just turned, looks like trash. He, no, he was like, uh, I, I've seen pictures of it and I've seen a lot of people talking about it. And I thought aesthetically, that's a really cool thing. And I wish, you know, people miss that. And I'm like, yeah, remember when you used to customize a page instead of a tiny bio that has character limits and shit? Mm -hmm. You used to have a page. That was weird. <laughs> Saw the stupid fucking tweet, which was a video. The, the, the music playing is like edgy or stupid or whatever. And it's a person going through all these apps they have open on their phone that are all the Twitter clones. And they're like, nice twit tits. Too bad they're woke. And it's the wrong there. And the last one they go to is fucking Truth Social. And it's Trump's page. <laughs> anyway. That's it for the funny tweet I saw the week. Hey, Bob, you got news? I do have news. Let me see. Uh, we had Anime Expo this week, so a few things came out of there. Okay, nothing too weeby, right? <sighs> of course not. Why would that be there? Okay, let's just start from the top then. I'm sure that's safe. We got a Jujutsu Kaisen mm. uh, video game. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. It's called Cursed Clash, which made me think it was made by the Clash of the Ninja guys from Naruto. It is not. Oh. It is made by the people who did the uh, My Hero One Justice games. Uh, yeah, by King. It's a 2v2 action game, only multiplayer online. Mm. What? How do you make one of these arena fighters where it's you can't just have two people in a room fight each other? I don't get it. Would you want to play a fighting game against your friend in a room? I guess not. I don't uh, let I don't let friends in my room. That would be gay. <laughs> Um, if I let another man near me, something might occur to me, and I'm not ready to make that step. <laughs> they would be the ones doing it to me. That yes, would, they would make exactly me exactly right. Like, so we need some laws to keep my friends out of my room. Well, good news, you're in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's coming to everything: PS4, PS5, Xbox, Xbox Series, uh, Switch, PC, all that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's Florida. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. You were talking about a mid-game. <laughs> you were talking about Jujutsu Kaisen for some fucking. <laughs> this is sad. I kind of, I like Jujutsu Kaisen in the anime. It would be cool if we got a game made by like uh, CyberConnect or something. I'm probably gonna try this somehow. Hopefully, it'll go on sale or something. I'll be able to try it out eventually. Uh, next thing. Grand Blue Relink, they, they showed up to say it's real still. Whoa. Uh, they announced Fairy's going to be playable. She is the girl with the whip that's in uh, Grand Blue Versus. Apparently, she's a ghost. Okay. All right. That's cool. And she summons, like, ghost monsters and stuff. Seems cool. I don't think this is very special, though. We show up once a year to let people know this game is real. We call that game of the year. <laughs> yes. Uh, they also said the game's nearly complete and they'll have more updates in August. Mm. That's it, that, that shit's Q1 next year. <laughs> Probably. Like, they, it's not going to make this year. God, they can do that it. thing everybody does where they're like, it's this year. And it's like, it's actually next year. Yeah. It, 
It's seeming really cool, though. Apparently, uh, you can play each mission single player or with up to four people, and they choose their own character. You can't change characters mid-round, but you, like you can change them between missions. And it's kind mm. of structured in a Monster Hunter-like way. Mm -hmm. uh, but like having a home base and then going out and doing these missions and right. coming back. Uh, looks really cool. Man, art's really great in this game. This game looks really cool. I'm excited. Hopefully it's real. It comes out this year. But you know, there's plenty of games this year. We don't need it to come out this year. It's fine. At the same time, though. It's been so long. We'll have to put it up for nomination on it can, just, it can just keep it can just keep sponsoring the category how is it doing five years in a row <laughs> uh they also talked about grand blue fantasy versus rising um they're adding a character called near uh it's, she's some sort of character that summons a weird creature that is death i guess and they compared her to carl clover from blaze blue but said oh. she doesn't play like that but has the same sort of concept of like two the, characters controlling at once doesn't mm. play like her like Carl's dad, they were did not specify. Damn it! Uh, she looked pretty cool. That game's got the beta coming out like later this month, I guess. So people will try a lot of different stuff. On that, uh, Tsukihime, a piece of blue glass moon, uh, is actually coming to the West. It's coming out next year for PS4 and Switch. Fucking wild! Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> That song was new when it originally came out. <laughs> don't. There, there are things, there are connections that don't need to be made. Just leave that out in the universe to exist and not be known. Be clear, this is the remake of the original Tsukihime. It's not the original game. It's a different, a new, different story. Yeah, they split it into two, and it, 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 it has this energy of of Natsu going. Yeah, I'm gonna fix this thing I wrote 30 years ago. <laughs> like, uh, we're gonna we're gonna clean out all the parts where uh, I maybe rethought some things with 25 years of emotional and personal maturity. I don't know that the, the, that stuff you clean out kind of sounds like the sauce. <laughs> it, it's no. more like a, a grime, actually. It, it has the consistency of a sauce, but you wouldn't want it in your mouth. <laughs> hmm. So I don't think I have enough blues clues to guess the answer to this riddle. Is it the grimace shake? <laughs> sure. So if you pre-order, uh, I've heard you get the companion album, a a piece of bluegrass moon. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Oh, I absolutely will. <laughs> the first time I read it in the news document, I misread it, and I've, I've been being tortured internally by that pun for like six hours. <laughs> hey, Bob. Uh, they announced Rashid, or they showed off Rashid for Street Fighter Six. He comes out July 24th, which is later this month. Um, he looks pretty cool. Whoa, a Street Fighter... Six character looking cool? Who would have guessed? Alarm. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I saw people being like, how can they do this to Lily? They literally released another character with wind power who just looks way cooler <laughs> in every way within a month of launching the game. Oh, no. Uh oh. <laughs> um, let's see. 
Mortal Kombat 1 had a new show trailer. They showed they're going to have smoke and rain as playable characters. Dope. Two separate characters. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> rain? They're putting in rain? They can't stop themselves. He's but they purple. didn't put rain in fucking 11 or 10, did they? Yeah, that's how they fucked up. Um, <laughs> no, like rain was in a cut scene in... 10 and then Kotal Khan like eviscerates him. Isn't that how that works? I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, he might have been in 9. I don't remember. They I think he was in 9, but there was a he, lot of weird DLC characters in 9. Okay, like, people are saying that he was in 11 as DLC. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rain yeah. sucks. Fuck he, Rain. He seems what? really different this time. Like, he he seems to be in some sort of mage-looking outfit. They they made him like, um, like outworld nobility, I think. They made him like somebody in like Katara's group. I think that sounds right. Hey, aggro. Rain is purple. That's why he's named Rain. Named that after Purple Rain. He, he was original. Cool. He was originally like, "Look, we need more of these fucking Sub Zero type guys because it's really easy to save space on a cart by just making a lot of them mm -hmm. these guys <laughs> with different yeah. colors." So Rain is our purple scorpion. Cool. Not, but 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 it's like like R A I N. Right, yeah. that's like yeah. purple rain. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I smoke looks really cool. <laughs> I didn't play Mortal Kombat growing up. I wasn't allowed to. Uh -huh. uh, there was blood, and I live in a house. Um, <laughs> I lived indoors. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what it's like sometime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't know how many uh, Mortal Kombat characters that are just different colored ninjas are real and how many <laughs> the kids in my class made up. Just assume they're all real. That's, That's the what I've been doing. Right. And it's, like, it's, it's been working. Right. And the longer it works, the more I think that I'm crazy. Like, Ermac is real. Ermac is real. You know why he's named that? Error macro. The game is breaking and just making new fucking ninjas. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, no, like at a certain infraction point, they just, they, they reach infinity. <laughs> like, this shit is literally like the fucking Sino shit, where it's, it's, it's Sonic, but his color palette swaps to green. It's like, yeah, that's that's a new character. That's, that's a real character in Sonic 4. <laughs> um... They also showed off a bunch of the assist characters, the cameo characters. That, so they had Cyrax, Sector, Frost, and Kung Lao. Which it's a Man, little Kung Lao, Kung Lao stuck as a fucking assist. That's bullshit. Some of the assists I think are both, but so yeah, many. Yeah, they said some are both, but I sure I hope he's one of the ones that gets to be both. Right. Like, I fucking love Kung Lao. It'd be crazy if him and Sonya and, and uh, uh, oh my god. Red eye guy with the shoots lasers. Kano. Kano are all assist characters so far. I, I I feel like there's no chance that if somebody was in Mortal Kombat one, like the first one, <laughs> the very first one, one one, if they were in that, that they'll just be an assist. I, it feels almost certain they'll actually be a playable character. Um, other thing, Naraka Blade Point coming to PS5 on July 13th. It's going to be free to play now. Which makes sense. That game, I was shocked that it wasn't free to play because it was one of those season-based games that was trying to be like Fortnite. Mm. Um, but oh. now it is becoming that. Uh, also, they're doing a collaboration with Maximilian Dude. Yeah, they had like a whole fucking trailer. Yeah, they yeah. made a trailer. You can play as him as a skin. Yeah. I guess his dog is a sticker. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I'm like, oh my god. 
And then I try to imagine a world where anyone did that for me. And I was like, nobody's excited. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's this new guy in Story of Seasons. It's some guy wearing a denim jacket. He he, he doesn't live in a house. (laughs) (laughs) He just fills your house with his things. Uh, yeah, I think my game's breaking. There are like four <laughs> TVs in my living room. <laughs> just, like you, you go to like interact with one and Ted's head pops up out of a trash can. Don't touch my OLED. <laughs> that other OLED's your OLED. <laughs> That's your OLED. This is my OLED. Why can't what? you tell the difference? <laughs> this is obviously the newer model. <laughs> <laughs> just cause mobile has been canceled neat that game apparently was out cool. in early access even oh, like it was, was playable and they just were like cancel it wow which yeah i don't know what else to expect <laughs> just cause mobile what were you thinking um oh, it's cool my phone can totally do all these physics <laughs> yeah, Ken. Good job, sweetie. Uh, and a pretty uh, believable rumor going around that's got several people at Kotaku like verifying it. Yeah, the Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag is being remade by Ubisoft Singapore. You know the guys working this, on Black. This on is what you do Black when your company uh-huh. is fucking doomed. This oh, is a no. project you greenlight when you're. Fucked. Yeah, that's, that's I, the Skull and Bones guys. Yeah, like. So I have to be. Oh I'm no. gonna say what I think, and Bob and Dan and Agro can can either check me or say they agree. They're greenlighting this because Hex and Red are must be fucked. Those must be fucked beyond belief. They're doing that thing that has become popular. It's like we have to reset the franchise to the last time anybody gave shit, which was Black Flag. We have the, to reset it so we can hopefully go forward in another direction. We This big super game that we put an insane AI NFT guy in charge of somehow isn't working out. Fucking shocker. I think they're just throwing as much pasta at the wall as they can all at once. And whatever stays up, they're like, release it. <laughs> Everything that fell to like, the ground is not cooked enough. Like this isn't going to come out. So it's almost pointless to talk about it. I feel like it might be them trying to salvage Skull and Bones, Skull and Bones Skull like and the, bones? the bones of it. They'll have to they'll have to launch yeah. that game, but they've worked so much on making boats that are actually any good. They need to make a real video game yeah, to release. That'll mm-hmm. sell. I, right? I think they're like yeah. I, I think I don't think Chris is wrong about them looking at Hex and Red and like, oh wow, when we planned these games, we thought our company was gonna exist in ten years. Um Right. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, no, I, I think, I think, think it's both angles. They're strip mining yeah. skull just, and bones for really usable meat. Yeah. Because <laughs> when was the last time people really gave a shit about Assassin's Creed? Like, yeah, it was those this. other ones the, those other ones sold a lot, but I feel like I stopped seeing people talk about Assassin's Creed at all after Assassin's Creed 4. Like yeah, nobody I, gave a shit about Unity other than it was ugly and shipped devastated. Syndicate was apparently much better, but again, nobody cared. Mm-hmm. And then they switched over to being Diet Witcher. And a, like my understanding is that even selling 20 million copies, even with as much as Valhalla sold, which they're never going to get again because it was new consoles launched, mm-hmm. it, it got that buff. Like that game had so many people on it for so long, it still didn't make that much money in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. 
So it really feels like they're doing that dance of go back to the last time people cared. We can do Black Flag 2 after that for real, not fuck it up and make Skull and Bones. We can go forward from there. Hex and Red seem like they're not fucking working out. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just talking to someone, I think it was before this rumor leaked about how like Assassin's Creed 4 was a really cool moment for the franchise and it felt like there was a lot of positivity there and it yeah. in the moment it felt like that was the direction going forward it did it felt like of course this is what you would do this is really cool and then, then when Skull and Bones was announced I was like oh well they're going to spin it off and basically make a black flag too is with this but then we can't hear more about how that's a multiplayer game it doesn't have any of the ship combat you actually want like where, you, where you're bored and actually combat guys yeah it's like if the Baha Men had a second single and it was a modest mouse song. Everyone went, what? <laughs> we wanted more, you know, yippee-ki-yay with the fucking, you know, dogs. You yeah. remember that? <laughs> what, is, what is this shit? It, it, it just genuinely feels like that was the last positive high of this franchise. Absolutely. So would, it, would, it also had that buff of being like launch PS4 and stuff. God, it's been that long since the series yes. was really good. It has been a really long time since they had a hyper-positive, normal Assassin's Creed out, and people were like, yay. Has it been 10 years? I don't know. Let's go to the Chris news. Chris? Okay, this is a fucking weird story. Uh... <laughs> Tokyo Broadcasting System Television has opened Tokyo Broadcasting System Games. That's all huh. we know. All Weird. Right. Weird. Uh, <laughs> Can't wait for NHK Interactive Software. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the second thing last. Uh, sure. Uh, Peter Molyneux is teasing that he might be working on a new game. It's a lie, of course, like everything that comes out of that man's mouth. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? All he's going to release another mobile game no one on Earth will play. Yeah. Yeah, he's... he's uh, what? Did the fucking thing where the guy got to the center of his fucking cube and got to have some input on the next game, did that game even ever, ever, ever come out? Yes. And, I feel, um, it did? It did, and the whole thing's really sad. <laughs> whole thing's really sad yeah didn't the, the guy who got tapped on that the most got to be a landowner or something in the other game he like, got to be god and make decisions and i need you to imagine the most sad legally sort of did that kickstarter nightmare fucking dash con version of that mm. yeah yeah thank you google for hearing that i said peter molyneux and cube and stealing my fucking data and instantly taking me to what that was when i started <sighs> typing in peter molyneux thank you i love computers i like how every one of these companies just fucking lies it's like no we don't do that and i'm like then why do i say a thing and go to type a thing and it instantly auto completes to what i was saying look you obviously liar no you that's fucking frauds that's never happened. None of these companies do that. My phone just feels like showing me a random movie from the 90s that Bob was talking about during a stream every single time after a stream, even though that movie has never been relevant to my interests. Uh, the, the creator of Soccer, War, Soccer Wars is working on a new game called Tokyo Wars. It's an NFT metaverse thing. Uh, 
Japan's gonna stay on this for a little bit because they their government foolishly passed a we give you money if you're trying to do this because it's the future and we want to be ahead of the curve shit. So until they get their shit together and pull that, mm. these there's gonna always be these scam companies that pop up to try and take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but on a better note, the, uh, uh, Sega's chief operational officer said, well, we, we're not going to say we won't make any Web 3.0 shit, but if we do, it won't use any of our IPs. Blessed. <laughs> Blessed be. Oh, so you, don't, you don't have to worry about there being the Yakuza NFT game or the fucking Sonic Metaverse experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that weren't they punched like crazy for announcing a Sonic thing and then they immediately announced it? I don't remember. There's been so many of those. We're doing an NFT thing. Looks at social media. No, we're not. <laughs> like that's just apart from being like morally good. That that's that's a great first pass filter for like we have an idea for a blockchain game. Okay, you're not allowed to cannibalize any of our shit we already have. Pitch me a decent idea. Oh no, sir. We don't do that. That's not the part of game production that we do. Why would we have an idea? No, we're no. We're, we're really more of um, run. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, remember how we've said something to the effects multiple times, possibly more than anyone in human history has ever said it over the past <laughs> month. Some variant of. If Microsoft lets themselves get at a price disadvantage, it's fucking over. Yeah. Well, according to Microsoft, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> uh, because according to Microsoft, this is one of the FTC things. According to Microsoft, uh, Sony is shipping a PS, a PS4, a PS5 slim this year that will be $400 and shipping a PS5 Pro next year. Reminder that not even like a month ago, they announced they're raising the price of the Series X in some regions. They're raising the price of the Series S because it's only going to have that more expensive skew with the bigger storage now. And they raised the price of Game Pass. They don't want to live. They don't deserve to live. And any kind of argument like we're helping co competition by still existing is no longer fucking valid. They obviously don't want to actually compete. Die. I just want to know if when they said this in court, if they had like a Vegeta energy and they were like doing a thumb. <laughs> I just want to know how the fuck you deliver the news. We're going to get obliterated. Like at a certain point, like, you know, how if you're a bad enough parent, the state comes and takes your child away. Mm -hmm. Like there's got to be a point at which you are so terrible at managing a company the, like someone just goes, you're not allowed to run Microsoft anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like how are you is is it in your head? Does Sony actually competing with you mean that you can buy Activision now? Right? Like, like what's happening? By, by Microsoft's own numbers, I think they're getting outsold already at a ratio of like two point five to one. Mm -hmm. If the fucking if the disc disc discless version is fifty dollars cheaper and the disc version is a hundred and fifty dollars cheaper, what the fuck? Why the fuck would anybody buy an Xbox fucking ever? Yeah, if if we are going to end up in a world where the Series S is only because the one terabyte version or whatever isn't that three eighty? It's three fifty. It's three fifty. It's only three fifty. It's fifty dollars more. It's okay. three fifty. It's but three, if, if but it's drop, fifty real quick. It's fifty dollars less than a PS5 Slim allegedly is going to be, which obviously won't be the PS5 discless that already exists for only fifty dollars more than the Series S. Yeah, like maybe it won't be a full hundred dollar cut on the discless version and just be price parity. But either way, 
Like most oh, guys, most of your fucking sales are on the Series S. Have you did you not figure that out? Like, what are you gonna do when that's no longer the cheap thing? Dude, I have no idea. I've never seen The interesting thing about choke point capitalism is the part where people stop learning how to compete. <laughs> they unlearn competing. So mm -hmm. that's what you're seeing unfold live here as they just try to litigate and acquire in order to overcome the fact they don't know how to make a compelling product mm -hmm. uh, and make a product more compelling uh, via price point and other things. Because I saw a lot of people who are like, oh, they basically do everything perfect. The two of them are basically the same console. I'm like, yeah, isn't it weird how they both arrived at all the same decisions and decided that was good enough and no one tried any harder? Isn't that weird? That's pretty fucking weird. It's okay, though. Xbox offers Game Pass, which is the best value in gaming. Now that it's $18 a month. Yeah. What about PlayStation Plus Plus? doesn't exist. It doesn't that, give you that, yeah, there's this weird, there's this, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't, Sony doesn't obliterate all the potential profitability by putting all their games on at day one, so it doesn't count. Uh, please ignore the numbers that Microsoft gave out that is like, oh, yeah, more people subscribe to that than the game passed. Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of weird double standards in the games journalism industry, like, you know, which I brought up last fucking week with the whole, like, why does the Series S exist, but the discless PS5 just doesn't for some reason. Every time I ever hear anybody talk about it, they're like, the Series S is $200 cheaper than a PS5. And I'm like, no, it is $100 cheaper than a PS5. Soon that to be 50, like, soon potentially right. to be the same or more. And this is fucking nutty. Um, so it's really weird that we keep doing that. Um, Somebody actually, you know, I, I haven't brought this up with anyone. Somebody actually got me, got onto me in the comment section, like a ton of episodes before. It didn't like, I'm not like, oh, fuck them. But no, like they were like, you drastically undersell PlayStation Plus Plus. And I'm like, I mean, they're right because I have PlayStation Plus Plus Plus, which sucks. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. The simulation sucks ass. The selection is fucking awful. But PlayStation Plus Plus, I haven't even viewed that. I didn't look at that. I didn't do a proper value judgment of what games are on it and if it's worth the money because I got the super tier because I just want to fucking play PS1 and PSP games. Mm -hmm. You know what I can tell you about the, the mid-tier? Yeah. Uh, I own a PS5. I, I get an email and a, a notification from the Sony app every oh. time the, the games roll around. I have no idea what's on the mid-range or which one it is or what it's called because some idiot designed that service. Yeah. 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 No, it's true. What is it? I, it's I'm PS Plus Premium extra. and PS Plus. Please put Extra and then yeah. PS Plus Premium. It's, mm -hmm. it's Applebee's Double Plus Max. Like, if those were <laughs> abilities in a JRPG... I would spend an entire segment shit talking that that design. Yes, like, absolutely. That is unclear and unusable. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, there's some like like again, it sucks that Microsoft is so bad because Sony clearly doesn't have their fucking head on straight lately. The PS5's design, we've gone on on and on about how it fucking sucks as like a physical design for a console. Their marketing feels like it's been really bad lately. Uh, on a, on that note, uh. It's been bugging me how much the Craven part of the trailer for Spider-Man 2. You know, we got that trailer for Spider-Man 2 a while ago, and we got two trailers in one, mm -hmm. but they rolled them seamlessly and pretended that was one trailer. They show the Craven part that's like two minutes, 
and then they show the gameplay thing that isn't even that connected to that. That is like the whole Craven thing is clearly like you're supposed to think that guy's Craven, and then they show the Craven design, and this is supposed to be a moment for you, the viewer. And it's like, but it was all released all at one time. Like, like Insomniac clearly set that up as its own thing, and they just said, fucking show it all. Like, because Sony's marketing is so fucking weird right now. <laughs> like, the whole Craven design and all that, it could have been its own marketing point that came out last year or any time before May, four months before the game comes out. Five, <laughs> it comes out in October, so five. It's still insane. I don't know but what yeah, the th fuck is that, wrong with Sony. The, They're going insane from success. <laughs> there's the forty. There's the forty-five service games that have to be approved by Bungie, or else they get canceled. Yeah, there's there's, there's allegedly um, having there's these, a giant pile of games they just haven't talked about because they they want to do a bad show. Yeah, and also they want <laughs> to talk about the release date on games that are definitely shipping this year that they acknowledge, like Hell Divers and allegedly some of those other things that are service games yeah some of those service games that we saw a cd tra trailer for is supposed to be soon and it's like you should show yeah, people yeah. people were like yeah uh fair games might be this year right yeah that's so insane you, you better fucking hope it's not because you want to space that out away from payday 3 at least a little bit sony but nope into the wheat thrasher yeah like there like there's that and then there's the, the ps plus extra and ps plus premium shit where it's like i don't know what's on what you don't make it clear. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I'm on some level, I'm happy. I really fucking hate Microsoft's marketing lately where everything is fucking Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Like they want to suck you into the economy where they charge you rent forever. Right. And, and where they seem hesitant to talk about games unless they're day one Game Pass. But I don't know, Sony, if you're selling something, you should talk about it occasionally. Yeah, probably. It also shouldn't have a terrible fucking name. Oh, definitely. They really fucked that up. In fact, uh, why is there... There shouldn't be two tiers. There should be one tier. It should be PlayStation Plus uh, Extra, and that should be it. And it should have the retro shit. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. the retro shit's so terrible. Right, it's such, and there's not even that much of it. No. Like, if it even was like, oh, it's a bunch. The only thing it has a bunch of is Siphon Filter. <laughs> yeah essential playstation yeah, I, ip siphon filter i i need these service games to come out and start bombing so jim ryan goes away because that's what's gonna happen yeah i really hope so because that'll be great yeah How the fuck is jim ryan it feels like we've had jim ryan around more than any ceo ever since the ps3 launched yeah he's uh, one of those dudes who's always been there in a nuisance whenever he comes up but now he's now he's the, the, the nuisance. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah i don't know Anyway, that's yeah, it for me. Just make Mark Cerny the CEO. Oh, God, that guy doesn't want to be a CEO. He wants to be out there optimizing nanoseconds on boot up. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Have him write a CEO. Oh, yeah, he could probably code a CEO. <laughs> now, the great thing about Jim 2. <laughs> <laughs> he likes your PlayStation 1 games. Jim 2 is able to see what games sell well and understand that a new franchise can grow into a game that sells well. And so Jim 2 greenlights more than one game or one genre at a time. <laughs> As the new CEO of Sony, Jim 2 likes Horizon, but he's not a completely insane freak about it. <laughs> Jim 2 would never jack off over 
how broad a scope uh, his, his, his singular IP has as it creeps into every genre and hardware. If there was a portable right now, Jim would have greenlit a Horizon game for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck him. Jesus Christ. Anyways, that's it. For news, that's it for games. They're done forever. Thank God. There were just too many. Yeah. Yeah. Finally going to get to that backlog. Catch up on the backlog. Maybe I'll play Moon sometime in the next 20 years. Maybe. Maybe this time. (laughs) This is the correct two decades. You've got to be fucking kidding me. There's no way this is happening live. What's happening? As we're trying to end it. Yuji Naka has been sentenced to two years and six months in prison, suspended for four years in a fine of two, two, two million yen and 170 million yen. Mm. Cool. God, that's so much fucking money. And there that's we it go. for him. I'm sure he can just kickstart Balan too. It'll be fine. <laughs> now find a way to get Itafune. <laughs> we will find him. <laughs> uh, but that's it for this episode of Big Thing Dimension. Turns out Bob and I were right. He was guilty. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We played those games and we knew. <laughs> Hey, uh, Bob and I, tomorrow we are doing the ultimate ultimate gimmick stream. That's right. We're playing Everybody 1-2 Switch, the game everyone wanted to see us play. Aren't you excited? I'm so happy to be horsing around. <laughs> I don't feel bad about anything I said today. <laughs> All right. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> oh, Bob. You're a real show pony. <laughs> they announced that was his name, and I'm like, oh, God. how could you do this to me? All I'm... I can think about is how testers kept calling the game horse shit. Yes. Mm. Oh, it's clearly fitting. Look at it. Uh, hey, Agar, what are you doing over there? I'm, I'm going to play more Final Fantasy 16 and uh, try great. to figure out why everybody loves or hates Jill. That's. It's... <laughs> This is great. Uh, Chris, what are you doing in the next one? Uh, I'm going to stream Blaster Master 03, and then I'll probably take a break from all these fucking retro-style 2D games to play something else for a while on stream, because you can only eat so many eggs. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Just cool hand luking it. (laughs) All all my bones will turn into salt if I don't play some game that has 3D graphics at some point. Might I recommend Sonic Adventure 1? (laughs) I did that already. I tried. I also did Sonic Adventure 2. I also did Sonic Unleashed. I also did Sonic Lost World. I also did Sonic Forces. Have you considered Sonic Heroes? If they ever release that on a modern platform, I will cert- I will almost certainly do it. <laughs> He's never going to play even it. Con- you fucking I would it? even consider it if, if Microsoft didn't, if Microsoft hadn't just given trying's hard, so we won't. Backwards compatibility is over. I did. You want to talk about being disappointed in them? That's the number one thing I'm disappointed in Microsoft. They made their entire fucking focus game pass. Do you know how fucking easy it would be to go to these companies and be like, let us give you some money. 
help you get this onto our platform and we'll put it on Game Pass. You know, the way Netflix became the biggest fucking thing in the world by having all the old shit. Yes. Literally that. Yup. Nobody wants to play old video games, though. No. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody on Twitch plays things under the retro category. Nope. It doesn't exist. Did you see how how they... How I forget the site that did it, but they interviewed a bunch of current and ex-rare people, and they're like, yeah, they ain't ever touching Banjo-Kazooie fucking again. Like, that ain't happening. They apparently are under the idea there's no audience for it. Mm Mm-hmm. Incredible. Like, you were in fucking you're you're in a game with with like forty million owners. <gasps> forty million people boot up Smash Ultimate and see <laughs> in the fucking character select screen every day, probably. Like it's... announced for Smash videos is a whole genre, and the banjo ones are different because people are crying and falling out of the aisles like it's Pentecostal church. Yeah, th- what they do have an audience for Everwild. That game's dead. It's a real they video game. They, they didn't touch. They didn't even fucking touch on it. That shit no. is gone. More Sea of Thieves expansions. These all make sense. <laughs> Mighty number no. nine gets kickstarted. We get Mega Man Eleven. Bloodstain gets kickstarted. They boot up the Castlevania engine for making games again. Ukulele gets kickstarted. They have two successful games. Wild Arms gets kickstarted. Sony and Microsoft are like, depressingly, Sony is much closer to Microsoft's mindset than we would like to fucking admit at the moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. like things aren't going good over there. They, they mm-hmm. really need, they need Nintendo to show up to the party with something as powerful as the PS4 Pro and threaten their existence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they need a fucking baseball bat shake up. Anyway. That's that's how we're ending it this week. Bye. <laughs>